Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Join me are my co-host, Joseph. Yellow. Ian. Hey, what's up, guys? And Jay Hugh. Darth Maul! Oh, nice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Dug it. Uh, we are here to talk about the infamous Star Wars prequel films uh, in anticipation for the last Skywalker saga film to debut this week. Yep. Um, Rise of Skywalker. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. Kathleen Kennedy did say there's the possibility of these characters showing up again in the future this week. Well, and I mean, yeah. also, you know, uh, episode three was the end of the Skywalker yep. saga, yeah. too. You know, uh, I mean, at, least, at least for a couple years. To be fair, <laughs> Lucas said, well, like a bazillion years ago, nine. Yeah, but then he said, I never said that. Yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> so, uh, we, I guess we're going to start with episode well, one. Well, I was going to, before we get into it, I do feel like we need to set the stage a little bit. As you mentioned at the beginning, the prequels are, are kind of a contentious subject. Yes. They were very much anticipated and then... Uh, they did this weird thing where they were yeah. pretty much exclusively accepted for about 13 hours. <laughs> and then that, they were exclusively hated. Yeah. That's, that, because first of all, you know, I'm older than you guys. I'm well, that, and that's kind of what I was hoping. I was hoping you, you could particularly could help provide a little context to like where Star Wars was when we came into the prequels. Because I, you know, I think I'm about 10 years older than you guys. So yeah. I was like, you know, at least legally a man when I saw these. <laughs> and you guys were probably still kids, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Correct. So, just going into it, what did you guys think they were going to be? Did you even have an opinion or was it, or were you so young that you didn't think of what movies were going to be? You were just like, oh, I'm going to go see a movie. And it's going to be awesome. For one and two specifically, I remember like just being a kid and just, just going in, knowing right. nothing else about anything. Same, and it was yeah. completely fresh. Just like, it's Star Wars. Yeah, I'm yeah, going to go yeah, see yeah, Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew not, the third I one like, I think I knew a bit at that I point. was probably 11 when Phantom Menace came out. So I was pretty young. And again, if, Attack of the Clones too, you're right. I just, I was like 13 and then... I just wanted to see fucking Star Wars. Yeah. Right. Yep. Uh, but yeah, by Revenge of the Sith, I think I kind of matured a little bit. Yeah. Well, so how long after watching it did you think, oh, maybe that wasn't so great? Honestly, I love Force Awakens as a kid, and I watched it like Phantom three Phantom Menace. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> Phantom Menace, as a, as a, and I watched it like three times. Like my uncle took me, like I went with my parents. Like I, I love that movie. I don't think I ever really loved, like, you know, I can see where people have cr- criticisms, like, you know, Jar Jar and certain things but as a kid in that mindset with those like you know rosy glasses on i love that i like that you look at me when you say the word (laughs) criticism (laughs) it's pretty synonymous with that Uh but uh yeah i I have probably a similar experience in that i was pretty young when i watched one and two and uh, like i watched them a lot like i had them on dvd they were on repeat and then by episode three by even before even like came out i can't decide if i had decided i didn't like them or if i had just just realized that other people had decided they didn't like them so like i don't i don't like them either yep um so i I definitely know like even going into the third one i had like opinions because definitely i was like old enough that i like stood in line all day and shit you know and i saw it at midnight felt fucking miserable going into it but as soon as that trumpet hit i was fucking on board and, and what did you think of one? I liked it after seeing it. I thought it was long. I thought that Jar Jar could get annoying. But even at the time, I can remember thinking, okay, but if I was an adult watching it for the first time, I also probably would have thought C-3PO was annoying. Can I pause this for a second? Right. This conversation brings up a really special memory of me of us watching Fanboys in yeah. the theater, <laughs> which feels very similar to talking about episode one right now. Yep. 
And I can remember everybody kind of liking it for a while afterwards. Like I can even remember getting it like on VHS and having like a couple friends over to watch it. I mean, it did amazing box office. Like everyone saw it. I mean, all three did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but specifically, I remember one being an event film. Like people took their kids out of school. I think my dad took me out of school like opening day. I do think having it on VHS or, or, you know, at that point, maybe even some people had it on DVD was when the cracks started to show, when people would start to watch it over and over. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, Jar Jar is pretty stupid. Man, they sure yeah. talk a lot in this movie, you know, that, <laughs> that sort of shit. But, uh, but I don't think it was hated at the time. I don't think it was well-reviewed, but I don't think, I don't remember it being hated when it came out. Yeah. I mean... I'm sure Ahmad Best remembers it being hated. Yeah, yeah, right. Right now. Right. Uh, but yeah, we, we aren't in that position. You talk about when did it, the, the cracks start to show. I think, honestly, one of the first times I ever questioned whether or not I liked something or not was after Attack of the Clones and the Yoda Do- Yoda yeah, Dooku yeah, yeah. fight. I remember Yoda lighting up his lightsaber and the whole fucking theater going berserk. Yeah. That was one of my yeah. favorite moments sitting in a movie theater ever. As soon as the credits rolled, I thought... I didn't really want to see Yoda fight anybody. Mm-hmm. Like I was okay see, with them not doing that. I think it was it was one of those things, and maybe this is one of those yeah. things for like. But you know, all those years, like me and friends have speculated. It's like, well, obviously Yoda can't use a lightsaber because he's too short, so he must use like force pushing and lightning bolts and stuff like that. So you know, and you get that little nudge in the beginning that oh, Yoda, Yoda's the best at lightsabers. Like, well, we won't see that. They can't show that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when he lights that shit up, that was Stone Cold Steve Austin coming out yep. in 1998. Yep. That was a <laughs> That's how it was that for me, was too. I was about to say, this is, as you like to say, uh, you know, you are a fan and you like being serviced. Right. And that's exactly that's what right. this is. Yeah. A fan <laughs> yeah. Yep. I love that moment. Yeah. I, yeah. God. Well, I was going to try to save talking about yeah, well, that so, we got so, the episode. So let's let, try to keep these in order. Yeah. I want to start episode one and I kind of just want to like walk through the plot and, and see if we can, <laughs> we can hit like a waypoints on, on thoughts on it. So we start with episode one. How far in, before the, uh, the, the original series oh, is it supposed man. to be set? Do we know? Yeah. I think there's some it's around timeline. thirty years. Yeah, I yeah. feel like it's around thirty years because yeah. it's eighteen years between three and four, and I want to say this is twelve years before three. So right. I would put it right around thirty years. But we uh, we start with two Jedi's landing, coming onto a uh, Trade Federation ship. Uh, one is Qui Gon Jinn, played by uh, Liam Neeson, and uh, an Obi Wan Kenobi familiar name from the from the original yep. series, yep. played Wait. by Ewan McGregor. Yep. Uh, who are there to negotiate trade deals with, you know, we'll, we'll get into the trade and the trade federation yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But they're there to negotiate... A blockade. A blockade. blockade. Uh, of Naboo. And, but the, the trade federation does not want to negotiate. Yeah. It's a trap. And then they spring out of there and head to the planet and meet Jar Jar and the Gungans. Correct. The first thing that stood out with me in, in, in the, like, the... Because I actually like the the opening sequence a lot. I think yeah. it's it's a cool way to like establish where you are. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's a lot of new space. Uh, but there's a part where they get attacked by the droidicas, and one the droidicas bother me mm-hmm. because I don't understand why there's a force field that lightsabers can't go through. But that's a whole separate thing. But there's a, a bit when they're running away from the droidicas where there's like this weird force sprint thing where they right. just go like yeah. left of screen yeah. that is not used anywhere else in the yeah. series. Yeah, they never used it. Yeah. It looked very like Daffy Duck. Yeah. It was very silly. Mm. But yeah, so they go from the Trade Federation down to, uh, no, they, they are presumed dead and, and escape down to Naboo where they meet most infamous probably character in Star Wars history, Jar Jar Binks, played by Ahmad Best. Yep. What do you guys feel about Jar Jar? I watched this again in the last week. 
He, he he's not that annoying to me. I I, I kind of like him. I think if there was five minutes less Jar Jar, it would change the whole thing. I, yeah, I there's agree just with that. a lot of yeah, it. Yeah, a little too much. Some of it works, but I really don't think if you're like a six year old, he's any more annoying than or he's any less cool than C3PO was to a six year old yeah. in like 1977. He was he I was mean, trying something different. I mean look if you know if 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 you told me if I had to uh, I could get rid of uh Jar Jar or the Trade Federation. Fuck the Trade Federation. Yeah. I'll yeah. keep Jar Jar. Right. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say three PO and I would have still agreed with yeah. you. Yeah uh, I know yeah <laughs> Jar Jar is is not that bad. I agree with you it's too much. If you could even just take out the stupid bit where he gets numb by the pod yep. racer. That's yep. that's the that's the really that's the scene yep. that's you the take that one. out it's probably not that big of a deal. And he does lead you to Boss Nass, which is my favorite character. In you know, my, my only problem with the boss, so the Boss Nass is like the leader you of the gun. The unga yeah. unga food planet. There's, oh. a, there's a lot of CGI spit in this movie yeah, that I wasn't lot. expecting. Some but spittle. I think it holds up pretty good for, when did this come out? I want to say 99 or 01. I mean, yeah, I want to say 01. The CGI, Jar Jar is completely I mean, green screened in there and he looks relatively good. In general, it's, yeah. It's 99 because it's right before the main. Like the, the underwater thought, yeah. through the planet. Yeah. It's completely CGI, yeah. and I think it holds up. You know, I really liked it. I am really confused why the why going through the planet's core was supposed to be so dangerous because it didn't really Some seem big like ass that, fish in it there. Yeah. Seemed like that much of a problem for them. They didn't really ever feel like that in that much. It danger. felt Star Wars though. Like that yeah. scene it, felt Star Wars to me. I think I would say of the three prequel movies, the closest to the original Star Wars trilogy is Phantom Menace. I think it's yeah. fun. Uh, you know, it, it has problems. I'm not gonna yes. you know say it doesn't, but it is the closest to that tone that yeah. I think the original three films And I, I think have. I think the biggest difference is it is one that is specifically, I mean, kind of almost like Return, but it's like clearly, more clearly aiming towards a younger demographic. Mm-hmm. And I think that- More than any movie he's done. There's a lot of like yep. bordering on potty humor in it. Yeah. There's, there's a yippee. There's a yippee, <laughs> you know. I don't hate the yippee. I, I mean, I, I think, could, I think no. George Lucas thought, hey man- I got a million five-year-olds on board with like a with like an an eighteen-year-old. What could I do with a fucking like ten-year-old? Uh-huh. And you know, so yeah, the, the two Jedi make it to Naboo where they meet. Well, they they kind of meet Queen Amidala. So, am I correct? Is is the other Queen Amidala the double Kira Knightley? Yep. Yes. Here here's the Rose, thing. Rose Byrne and Kira Knightley. What the fuck? Okay. Uh, Rose, Rose Byrne's the one in Attack of the Clones. How have all these motherfuckers like? Yeah. What a, what a weird collection of people that all made it, you know? Okay, again, as younger viewers, was it surprising at all when Padme turns out to be the... No, what's surprising the, is the same fucking name. That's surprising right? to yeah. me. Well, th- this is the thing with me. I knew going in that she was the queen. There was like action figures and shit that said it. So it was confusing when she revealed herself to be the queen because I was like... I thought you were the queen the whole fucking time. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, I don't even think they do a very good job of identifying her as she's the, the handmaid. Well, and that, that's what I was It just seems out. like she has different the, outfits. The queen twist is, I, in my opinion, the worst part of the It's movie. the dumbest part of the Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it is. That's a take. Uh, also, it, does, it doesn't work. Yeah. And the plot really hinges on it the last 30 minutes of the movie. And what do you think of her accent? That she uses. Well, what yeah, is that supposed? So, so, so there's supposed to be like I think I think it's like this flat affectation when she's in her queen voice, right? So that I think it's supposed to be so that it's easier for each to one disguise. to impersonate yeah. each other. 
it it reminds me because I was thinking about that also. There's an Eddie Murphy bit in the like the 80s that I'm canceled for even breaking up, bringing up, but but where the the premise is that he goes to Africa to find a woman who doesn't know he's rich to marry. And her imitation sounds just like Eddie Murphy's racist imitation of a lady from the jungle, which I know it's hard for Eddie Murphy to be racist since he's black dude, but that's still, you know, I, I just, I never understood that accent yeah. and what it was trying to accomplish. My, uh, my other biggest problem with the Padme thing is something that we've really, it, it's, it's alluded to in the first one and is explained a little bit more in the second one is that the Queens, the Queens, which is a weird title, the Queens are elected on Naboo. Right. Why would you elect a fucking child? And she in the second one, she said she wasn't even the youngest elected. Right. What's wrong with these fucking yeah. people? That is a weird. That is a weird. That is a weird society. George Lucas really <laughs> likes to introduce really young characters and then establish you're not young enough to do this. Yeah. It's a weird thing he does multiple times in these movies. I think she's supposed to be fourteen. Right, is her age in this? And yeah. They don't uh, tell she's, you. She's that. the wisest person to it's run. It's kind of good fight. that they tiptoed around that, maybe. It's nonsense. <laughs> anyway, uh, the Jedi and Padme and they other people escape, but uh, have it, to have to get land. Damaged. Yeah, they're damaged and have to land on uh, Tatooine, the, the old planet, to uh, to repair <laughs> their hyperspace drive bucket. or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we don't actually know where they land, and do, do they ever specify where they go to? Are we, do we always assume it's Mos Eisley? It's not Mos Eisley, because yeah. in, the, in the next movie, they talk about Mos Eisley in a different place. Mm. But then they meet little Anakin, and what's the guy? The, Greedo? Watto. Greedo. No, Watto. 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 Yeah. yeah. So Greedo was supposed to be in one of these. It doesn't matter. Watto's great. They're always trying to put Greedo in <laughs> random We also scenes. meet my favorite character from episode one, Sabalaba. Oh, yeah. I fucking love great. Sebulba's so As, fucking ornery. The evil uh, pod racer. Correct. Yeah. When he says, Pudu, I really feel it. I feel too. <laughs> uh, I remember, I remember, so so the, the premise here is uh, they don't have enough money to get the parts they need, whatever, and so they bet it all on this precocious uh cute as a button he is really cute yeah, yeah. uh Jake anakin, Lloyd? Yeah. yeah anakin skywalker in in nice a job. pod racing which is like dangerous nascar on a desert right. planet it was two, 1999 nascar was like the most watched thing on yeah. tv it's like yeah yeah it's like 24 hour le mans sort of yeah. thing but with little spaceships and the and pod slaves. racers are, yeah it's like <laughs> the pod racers are fucking dope the, they're cool yeah, and shit. the pod cool. racer game on nintendo 64 was awesome. absolutely was fucking yeah. dope yeah. absolutely it's, yep. it's one of those things i played that so much yeah. Yeah, me too it's, it's something, hard as shit it's something we'll talk it is hard as shit <laughs> well something we'll talk about more as, as we go on but like pod racing is such an inventive concept concept to yeah. throw into this world and there's a lot of things in this in this movie and in some of the other ones we're going to go through that feel star wars but also feel like different from yeah, the other yeah, star yeah. wars and that's, mean, one, that's one of the things that i really appreciated the second time around is how many like how how many new much new territory he goes into he had um, a and, lot of and ideas. Not, not everything, not everything hits as well as I yeah. think you know he wanted to, or as much as the original. But I, you know, like pot racing is great, and right. a lot of other things that he comes yeah. up with are great. And it does feel Star Wars. This whole movie feels Star Wars. To yeah, me. I will say also as a kid, I remember even like as a child, I was like Jabba the Hutt's kind of you know you're thrown in here. But now as an adult, understanding the space politics, it's like oh no, Jabba should be. Right, he's right. in charge of this fucking planet. Right, right. he's in charge of gambling, and yeah. a lot of people are betting on yeah. this. Mm-hmm. We have to pick this up. We have two more movies. To get oh, no, it's we're not. Only we're, halfway through the first one. We can't go faster. <laughs> Can we just go faster through the plot? No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> At this point, we're also introduced into Darth Maul. Correct. Uh, yep. In this film. Maul. 
who is the Sith Lord. Uh, he's a Sith Padawan. He's I don't know. Are all Sith? I think he's a Sith Lord. I feel like all Sith are Sith Lords. Yeah, yeah. He's a, but he's not the. the he's num- he's, he's apprentice, the number two. He's the number two. Separate name. For yeah. My, my favorite ass thing about this, which I've, I've also said this on the podcast before, is, is Yoda has something says something along the lines of two. There are. There's always two. Whatever. There's yeah, always yeah. two Sith. A master there's and apprentice. No more, more than two. <laughs> no more. No less. Never just two yeah, Sith. Because every single one has an apprentice. That. It, it, that's one hundred percent true. There, like, it sounds for, like, good coming from Yoda, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the Qui Gon Jinn does battle in the sand with uh, with yep. this mysterious. Is he the Phantom Menace in this? I believe that. His, yes. Oh no, I would say Palpatine. I think Palpatine, Palpatine is, is too. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like the prevailing theory feeling is that. Maul is, but that doesn't make sense. I, I, I think, the, I think the, he's the a post- phantom menace because you don't even know he's a I think the poster made it seem like he was going to be. Even to, uh, yes, you don't know that he's the real villain or whatever, but also he's a fucking hologram the whole time. Like he's actually a phantom. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fair point. So uh, our intrepid heroes uh, narrowly escape making their way to Coruscant, which is where they wanted to be originally. Padme's trying to fix the the trade federation man they do say treaty a lot in this fucking movie it's outrageous my 100 i've said this on on an episode recently but i think this movie could be produced be improved 100 just by cutting out most of the times they say treaty because even some of the other things like they say trade blockade a lot but at least blockade implies an action a yeah. treaty is just a fucking piece of paper, man. No kids care about a fucking piece no, of paper. No, and, and it's crazy because I feel like the plot doesn't need that element. I, I I even understand, even if you want to keep it like, oh, they need the queen to be on Naboo for, like, legitimacy. Like, right. to seem like whatever. Then just have her there. Why does she need to fucking sign a piece of... Why is that the most important fucking thing in this movie? i tell you what is the worst slash most resonating line in the entire movie to me is when uh when the queen goes i will not discuss this in a committee because i'm like then fucking stop (laughs) you know (laughs) let's get past that and get out some laser swords the um the only tidbit i have here is that coruscant is not a creation of george lucas oh coruscant is something that timothy zahn made interesting no shit yep right on guess that like, I like Timothy That Zahn. guy that we met and got Friend a, of the podcast. Yeah, friend, friend of the podcast, Timothy Zahn. He yep. doesn't know he was on it. <laughs> yep. uh, a f- fun fun thing that I didn't notice, uh, you know, why would I have when I first watched it? Terrence Stamp is uh, Chancellor Valorum, the original Chancellor yeah. before yeah, 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 he gets yeah. deposed. Cool for that guy. He's British and evil. He should have been in like a, a an think, empire I, officer or I something. I don't think the chancellor is evil in this movie. Yeah, no, no, that's no, what I'm saying. He just, should be. Yeah, now incompetent. Now, yeah, now Boardman kind of cuts. We him don't even there. know if he is incompetent. <laughs> have, have you guys? I feel like I had to have told you this. Have you heard the story of his first day on set? No. Okay. He, you know, really didn't know a lot about Star Wars. He knew there were popular movies, and he knew George Lucas was a respected dude. And he was, he, you know, so he took the role. And these people weren't getting entire scripts. So he just knew that he was going to have scenes with Natalie Portman, which he excited about because he thought she was a good actor. So he shows up, gets in his fucking outfit, comes out on the scene, and somebody literally tells him, Talk at that broom right there. That's <laughs> Natalie Portman. Oh, yeah, <laughs> broke his heart. <laughs> is, is it? Am, am I mistaken? Isn't Tara Stapp a villain in a Star Trek movie as well? Is he in Generations? Is that not him? 
Maybe I'm. No, generations. Like, you seem like the person who would answer that now. question. Oh, you're right. You're yeah. right. I get those two. No, questions. that's fair. They're very similar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, honestly, I don't even know if Coruscant's that interesting. Besides the fact that it's a cool planet, we find out that Anakin cannot be trained as a Padawan, that's but he about... still might be the chosen one because he's got a lot of got a lot of midichlorians. Yeah, they say you oh, can't. Fuck, we skipped midichlorians. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one of the lines that does not work. Um. They should have just left that out. I'm gonna wait till I'm gonna wait. Till That's fine. Yeah, the, yeah, a lot of these things will come back around. Yeah. Uh, so everybody goes back to Naboo to which is a stupid plan. The queen's like, "All right, I can't do anything with this. I'm just going back." Yeah, it was. It was. It they don't make have any the plan. Like the Fairy Federation has taken over Naboo at this point. They're going <laughs> to an occupied planet with like two Jedi and like six people. Yeah, I, I I'm going on a record at this point that Qui Gon might have been a dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, let's get through the plot because I have a hot take about Qui Gon Jinn. <laughs> okay, that's good. Uh, so yeah, we get down to Naboo. Uh, Amidal pleads yeah. with uh, the Gungans to join their effort. They do. She gets on her knees. And Man, there's they so beg. many. I mean, this whole series has so many toys things, but mm. everything the Gungans have yeah, are yeah. cool ass toys. Right. So that war starts. It's supposed to be like a diversion for them to retake. Is, the, for is this after Lord of the Rings? No, no, no. no. Lord of the because it kind of I mean, felt Lord of the Rings. They're, because they're, the, the thing, it, I think it was more trying to be Braveheart for kids. Okay, yeah, because okay. I really think that you know, talk shut all the shit you want to about Jar Jar. If you don't have Jar Jar, you don't get Gollum. Yeah, like that was the first time. That was the dry run for that's that. a fair point. So yeah, the uh, the the Jedi and Padme and Anakin go to retake the capital. The Jedi get held up with Darth Maul. Anakin gets stuck in a Starfleet thing, and then Padme are just shooting blasters. At yeah, yeah. kind of like the Return of the Jedi. Everyone kind of splits up at this point, and there's yeah. a few Correct. separate stories going And Duel on. of the Fates starts playing, and Which that shit's fucking dumb. The Correct. best Star Wars song, yeah. universally. The theme is the best Star Wars yeah. song. The uh. best one that's not the theme or the Darth Vader march. Yeah, you have the, yeah I would go, it's the theme, Imperial March, Duel of the Fates. My hot take would be race theme is the next best. Oh Jesus, that is a hot take. Yeah, race theme is great. <laughs> I do not I, like I'm, it. I'm I'm with uh, Christian Jones on this. Yeah. Uh, the, Lawrence, you guys just that's a whole. <laughs> I would love to do that episode, but we'll get to that yeah. episode another time. So there's a lightsaber fight. Uh, with, you know, we're Anakin the destroys the Trade Federation. It ends exactly like a New Hope. Yeah, Anakin, yeah. Anakin parade, gets in a ship and there's does fucking space medals. Things. Yeah. So what's your hot take about Qui-Gon? Qui-Gon should have died on Tatooine. I think if Qui-Gon dies on Tatooine and the whole fucking bit about train Anakin and all that, if yeah. all that happens on Coruscant and then the rest of the movie, Anakin is Obi-Wan's Padawan, mm. I think that I think that helps fix a lot of the sure. convoluted nature of that back half of the movie. I think you're right about that. You're yeah. not yeah. entirely wrong. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I think also it would have been... It would have been a better death if Obi-Wan could have dealt with the death and then, then come back. Dark. Yeah. 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 I, would, I would also say the coincidental Anakin ending up in a ship and having to blow. I yeah. think all that's stupid. If you Qui-Gon make, tells him to stay in the ship. Yes. That's a terrible place to stay. <laughs> but, but as we've we've learned anyway through the Clone Wars, like it's very common for a Jedi to be like, tell your Padawan to go do some dangerous shit. You're probably going to die doing it. <laughs> so if Obi-Wan were to do that to Anakin, and we know that's kind of the norm, like yeah. it doesn't seem so coincidental and yeah, yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. So yeah. The, the only thing that, that would ruin is the, the best the whole, sword fight. Well, the best sword fight, and also the the hallway with the fucking yeah. force field, yeah. which, which is great. I love that, that shit. It serves no practical no, purpose. No, <laughs> it's a waste of three minutes. But it's a. Uh, but yeah, it, it's it's. It looks cool. Well, I, and that, I, my my honestly, my favorite part of that entire movie is that little redneck, ju- uh, like 
run jump that uh, Ewan McGregor does right before it opens yeah. up, man. It's so like <laughs> uh, like soccer hooligan. Yeah. I just fucking love it. That's, um, I mean, that's that's the best lightsaber fight in Star so, Wars to me. What do you guys in general think of the performances in this, the acting in this? I think in general, it's better than the other two. Yeah. Okay, here, here, here's, here's my that. feelings on this. I, because me and Sarah always talk about why is Natalie Portman, who's a good actress, so bad in this? Yeah. And I think, like just today, I think it dawned on me. You know, like I talked about earlier, everybody wasn't getting complete scripts. So they had lines to say, but they didn't know what they did meant in context so someone like ewan mcgregor who grew up and loved star wars even though he didn't know he could put it together and make a performance Mm -hmm. out of that where she was just saying shit see i also don't agree with that entirely because i feel like the way that she's saying lines is the way that george lucas likes people to say lines that's true too but i feel like she might just be following direction yeah (laughs) so i think leah neeson's great though i've told you guys my like two degrees of separation from ewan mcgregor's story right yeah, I don't know that you have. Okay, so, um, you know, I have a much more successful friend than me named Gus. Uh, he's a tour manager for bands. He's done, like, the Foo Fighters, Nine Inch Nails. He currently is actually Blink-182's manager, just their cool. manager. But uh, at this point, he was, uh, you know, this was while I think he was in the Foo- with the Foo Fighters in the 90s, while they were still kind of coming up. And he was in a bar with Ewan McGregor, who was still just that guy from fucking uh, train spotting, but he had filmed Phantom Menace. Mm. So he's talking to each other and he's talking about how much he loves Star Wars and Ewan is talking about it. And this story might be publicized, but I still tell it as a personal story because I heard it before it was publicized, which is, uh, which is that, you know, when they were filming the lightsaber fight, he thought he was doing this bang up job he had trained for it he was being super physical and stuff like that and they call cut and George Lucas just looks fucking disgusted and he gets him over and he takes him aside and he's like you know uh, you, you don't have to make the noise <laughs> we, we add that in post yeah. so, he's just going yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, to be so fair, I think that's fucking great. That's why I'll always be on Team Ewan McGregor. Which, to be fair, if you've ever seen him do that in an interview, the lightsaber sounds, he does them really right. well. <laughs> he uh, Ewan's the strength of these movies. For I mean, sure. Across yeah. all three of them. Um, Qui-Gon's good, though. I, I, know, I know you're not big on Liam yeah. Neeson, but this is a good role this for Liam Neeson. This is a good role for Liam Neeson. This is before Taken when he became like a character character of himself. Right. You know? Well, and I, I can remember hearing interviews with him before it, and he, I mean, he was very into his performance yeah. in this. He was like, he yeah. was like, I know I'm going to do movies that I feel are most important, but this is going to be a, the thing I'm remembered yeah. for, so I need to make sure it's yeah. good. His interactions with Jake Lloyd are good. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I think he's just good in general. Um, so, yeah, you know, good guys win at the end. That's the end of this movie. How, how do we feel like it ranked comparatively to Transformers? Michael Bay's Transformers, the most mediocre movie I'm going movie better than Transformers. I'm also I'm going better than Transformers. I, and I, I really, I do think this movie gets crapped on more than it needs yeah, to. Yeah, definitely know. better than it's, Transformers. It could, it could stand to be 20 minutes shorter. There's some, there's some pretty wooden acting in it, but there's also some really good action. And it's, it's a fun kids movie. Yeah, it is. Fun. I mean, honestly, like you said, like five minutes less of Jar Jar, which is realistically probably like two minutes less of Jar Jar right. the screen time and a couple less treaties. This is a pretty good movie. I, right. I, I, think, I really do like this movie. I think one of the, the weaknesses is that it's definitely the one that's most kid friendly. Right. But it has such convoluted things that kids don't understand. Like That is true. That's true. There, there's stuff in it that's just straight up kid kryptonite. Yeah. Yeah. 
So if you remove, again, you take out a little bit less Jar Jar, which maybe it appeals to a little bit older, to older people, you take out some of the fucking shit on yeah, Coruscant. And, and that's, yeah. that's one of the things and that I like about the later movies is that the motives are, like, the, the reasons people are going in to do things are make a lot more sense yeah, to me. They're much more simpler. clear. Yeah. Um, so that's a good lead into episode two. We, Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones, where we time jump, you know, what, ten, ten years? years? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we got uh, Jedi Master Obi-Wan Kenobi with Hayden Christensen. Uh, Anakin Skywalker, yep. much blind. Yeah, Hayden Christensen. <laughs> so the, the the opening of this movie is uh, Padme's coming back to the capital, and yep, uh, her ship a gets senator now. She has yep. a senator, and her ship gets blown up, and one of her decoys gets killed. And this it, is the one that's Roseburn. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah. yeah she's a miserable death scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, no effort put into that. But uh, and they get Anakin Skywalker and Obi Wan to be like watch like over a detail. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. And it's the first time uh, Hayden Anakin Skywalker seen her since. You know, ten years ago. See, and this is where I do you like that opening action scene? Because I rewatched that th- today, and that holds up pretty good. No, I, I like the that CGI opening. is yeah. great. Like yeah. they're jumping through, they're on Coruscant, so it's like this busy city planet. You're talking about Obi and Obi Wan and Anakin, yeah, the on the speeder, hunter. and yeah. like you know this, you know the whole, and then she's a changeling, so they go to a bar and they're they're gambling on alien sports. I don't know. It, it kind of like it was a good Star Warsy kind of action yeah. scene to open the movie. I and like it. it makes Coruscant seem interesting. Yes, where it didn't in the first yeah. one, like you even said. Yeah. Uh, they track down a bounty hunter, end up getting information about the possibility location of where this guy's from, Camino. Yep. And uh, they decide that Padme should be sent back to Naboo. For her own safety. For her own good. Yep. Because where would you find a Nabooian? Yep. But on Naboo. This is one of those things that I feel like, you know, we got to remember that these people are alien, so their brains must work different than ours. I mean, they're... And the last place that people look must be in the most there, obvious place. There is a strong argument to be made that the Jedi are fucking morons <laughs> yeah. in these series. Um, I will say... That, uh, uh, so the very big, the, the beginning of this chase scene is uh, there's a second assassination attempt on on mm-hmm. Padme where uh, slug type yeah things. slug the Obi Wan and Anakin rush in and kill it but before that Anakin's talking about like his feelings and he's like growing like oh she's like intoxicating and Obi Wan's like chiding him about his fucking feeling I'm looking at Obi Wan Obi Wan fucks you know what I'm saying that guy takes very good care of his hair <laughs> I don't want that dude lecturing me on like oh I shouldn't be like having these feelings fuck well, you Obi Wan we learn later here's That's a- absolutely true. <laughs> Here's a very important issue to this movie about me because it's something I have strong opinions about. Do you guys feel that Obi-Wan has a mullet in this movie? Yes. yes. Disagree. <laughs> Hard <laughs> disagree. That is not a mullet. Definitely has a mullet. That hair <laughs> is all the same length. It's just the hair styled the like a mullet. It's longer. styled like so a mullet. So it's lower on your fucking head. <laughs> a mullet is a choice. <laughs> At some point with a mullet, you've got to choose to cut the sides and the front shorter he had not done that he had grown that hair out from a dude haircut and hangs lower in the back this is also my argument why i don't believe that superman canonically had a mullet in the 90s Um, that's that's my heel i'll die amazingly even with the first one with the little padme uh, not padme with the little padawan uh Braid. braid thing i do think this is his worst hair See, I love it. I it's hate not it. his best. His best is episode. Oh, three. three by far. Yeah. Yeah. The braid thing was stupid. 
Yeah, we never find out why that. Yeah, happened. we didn't. We didn't need the braid thing. I think they tell what it is in some comic books. They're probably true. Off but um, oh yeah. Oh, the other thing about the chase scene that I before we get into it, is I would kill multiple people to be the death sticks guy. That's like my. Yeah. I, if, if I could go back, if I got got one to go back in time one time to do one thing, it would be the death sticks guy. <laughs> and that joke and that joke works. It <laughs> lands. I love it. Yeah. You want to go home and rethink your life. <laughs> I want to go home and rethink my life. Uh, it's all I ever want. Yeah. I would like to get through this movie because my problems start at the very beginning. Sure. Well, okay. Well, well, uh, well, I feel like we can do the whole middle in that uh, Obi-Wan finds out there's clones. There's bad romance. Yeah. Let's well, get to the yeah. end. Well, yeah. So the, there's some interesting things that I, as far as like fixing these prequels, I think are, are noteworthy. The first thing is from the very beginning, this is also true in the first one. Ian McDermott definitely could have played not evil. Yeah, oh, he's that's evil. An, that's an option. Uh, I would say he's not evil. He doesn't give Palpatine in in the first one is not evil until he gives that really wicked grin at the end. Yeah, this, after yeah, he comes, this, this one's the first one that he's really evil. He's bad. Yeah, you, you, and, are, is there a twist there? Because like when we're rewatching, are we supposed to just know that he's also the emperor? Or is that supposed well, to be? Well, and, and that's my point is I, think, I can't tell he's playing it. Yeah, I th- I mean I think he's playing it so that we can if, tell. If you, and, yeah. and that's if clearly you knew that Ian McDermott played the Emperor in Return of the Jedi, it was never it, a spoiler. It is it is very weird that Lucas wants these he made these specifically so you'd watch them one through six, which is a mistake. But he also gives like callbacks to the earlier ones. Yeah. Don't give callbacks if it's supposed to because yeah. you can't understand a callback, you know. Correct. That, yeah. You know, but here, my solution to this, keep Ian McDermott, everything's the same, uh, except instead of him being, like, obviously evil and obviously power-hungry and obviously manipulative, make him kind of this, like, I don't know, kind of a... Avuncular? Yeah, kind of avuncular, kind of a doofus, kind of just, like, he's well-liked by everybody, he gets along with everybody, and that's how he, he is gets the popular vote and whatever, and he's still got that evil-ass devil-looking yep. dude. Right. Who is like whispering in his ear and telling him to do things. And so that even though like all the mechanics are still there, even though he's still the one that might be like ordering these bad things, nobody really places the suspicion on him. And he can still operate as like mm. this likable character that's he offering seems counsel. He's controlled, but he's, he's just not, a simple but... country lawyer. Exactly. You know? I think that's exactly the way yeah. that it should have been played. That plays into a later thing that I feel. I'm not entirely sure Ian McDermott can do that. I'm not though. sure that he can either. That's <laughs> fair. But uh, that, that's my suggestion for fixing this. So yeah, we go to uh, we go to Camino and meet the fucking. Well, actually, first we meet Dexter Jetster, who's in it for no reason, but I yeah. fucking love Dexter. I do love Dexter Jetster. <laughs> Although Dexter Jetster, certain things he says seems menacing. Yeah. I was like, are you guys friends or are you threatening him? I really don't understand. It's a weird bit. It's great. Mm. I, it's no I, reason. I, I, I want to eat at that diner. Space yeah. diner. Yeah. Space that, diner that with, should, a, with that a huge better fat be at Star alien. Wars land. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we go to Camino where we meet Django Fett. Actually, we are skipping over one part that I think is really good. The scene where Obi-Wan goes to the Jedi school. Yep. And I yes, like that for scene. For the map. Obi-Wan's good in it. Yoga's good in yeah. it. They're missing Seeing it, the younglings yep. actually learning there is like one of the things I wanted from a... From for a sure, yeah, yeah. Also so. important for what's going to happen. Man, yeah, that's definitely. Man, definitely. that librarian is a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> like, if it's not in our records, it doesn't exist. Fuck you. <laughs> I think she went on to work for the Ministry of Magic. <laughs> I know, right? The Harry no Potter joke. Race. So yeah, we go to Camino. We meet this clone army we weren't expecting that was uh, commissioned by Sifo-Dyas, which is a Sifo-Dyas. whole unnecessary thing that I don't think should be in this movie. Yeah. It does it, get a little convoluted there. It gets very convoluted. They do a much better... <laughs> 
a version, a way of explaining that shit in Clone Wars. Yeah. Do they? In the, it's in the Lost season. Because I don't, re- I like that's the thing that I don't remember. Because we also meet Jango Fett, who is the 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 archetype or whatever. Yeah, like whatever. The, the first clone. That, well, he's you, not a clone. He's what clones are based. I'm so yeah, impressed that you got our, like I was trying to get archetype in my brain, and you I got can tell. Them. I can I, sense these. It things. was really impressive. <laughs> um, but my other weird thing about that is. He says that he was recruited by Darth Tyrannus, which you find out is later Count Dooku. Mm-hmm. But then, like, is Count Dooku in on everything? Does he know all the plans? Because he doesn't seem like he does. And he, seems, he, he seems surprised by the th- clone army. He seems surprised when Sidious is going to let him die in the third one. Oh, no, he definitely doesn't know Sidious is turning on him to kill him. That's what I'm saying. Like, definitely not. You like, can tell. He's, mm-hmm. he's like, he wants to tell on him right then. Because I just watched that today. I, and also... If he is on it from the beginning, that totally means that the Emperor had two fucking apprentices. Oh, he for, for sure did. Yeah. yeah, definitely did. Well, we don't know the exact timeline of when Maul died and when. He for sure did. I'm, I'm just saying, you, you, we don't know. No, because yeah. they say that Siphon like, Deus like, goes to the goes to the clone planet before the Darth Maul. the Trade uh, Federation thing broke out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some mm-hmm. there's some timeline things that don't mm-hmm. line up or do like you know it's yeah, yeah, like, yeah you know but. In general, clone shit's cool. I yeah. liked I liked the concept of the clone. I liked armor. this yeah. planet. It was uh, well, we, yeah, Camino's cool. We yeah. knew we had to have it because it's you know it's a word dumpy thing in yeah, yeah, a yeah. new hope that. But it's I don't know. It's fun. That, it's also fun that like in the in this movie, you know, they turn what was like the faceless villain in the first one into like they're like on the good guy side. Like it's still kind of. Like, well, they fly star destroyers, and they have st- you know yeah. clone troopers are the precursor of stormtroopers. This is one of the one of the places where I think Lucas tried to you know like play with your expectations, and it actually worked. Yeah, it was what the clones were and how they played into it were completely different with what I thought going into it, and I thought that was actually good. Yeah, I, I did yeah. too. I, I like the the way the the whole clone thing yeah. plays out, and then he fights Jango Fett. And Jango Fett escapes. Yeah, I don't a little, know. A little underwhelming, if I'm being yeah. honest. It's not bad. It could have been cooler. I, I mean, it definitely just seems like Obi-Wan should have wiped the We're focusing him. on the, the better parts of the middle of the movie. Well, yeah, no, I do. I, I'm going to switch back. Let's go to Naboo, where we join Anakin and Padme. We may, we may just want to like talk about Hayden Christensen as a whole. Uh, my, my, my personal opinion is Hayden Christensen also can only deliver lines the way that George Lucas wants people to deliver lines. So in that way, he's perfect for that role. But this whole time, I was just imagining Adam Driver delivering the same shitty writing so much better. I, yeah, yeah, I, I can remember. I, I'm sure everybody's came to this. My buddy Zach with the first person said to me, he's like, God damn, it's too bad Adam Driver wasn't a fucking thing when the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's better Anakin. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, um, these care those two actors just have less chemistry than any two actors on screen ever. They make John and Danny look like Bogey and McCall. Like you know, they fucking they just they're like magnets mm. that push each other yeah, away. I'm know. with you. I I think I think the both of them did exactly what they were told to do. Yeah, and it just doesn't work. I mean, I. It, he was going for something, you know, the yeah. frolicking picnic I, on see, on think, Naboo. It just doesn't, it just doesn't land. I'll get it in the third one, but I, I he wanted the this third to be his where romance. I think it's more of a chemistry thing. And yeah, the, he the wanted sh- this to be his romance. The movie. shit that I wasn't, I didn't remember anyway because as a kid I was like, I fuck these scenes. Let's get to the, the cool stuff. Is I remember it feeling really rapey at the beginning, like you know, does, from, from the yeah. moment he gets assigned to you know following Naboo. Mm. I remembered the Anakin, after- don't look at me that way. Right, I remember the after bit where they're like frolicking in the meadow and having a good time, and in my brain. 
there's like at least a mini montage where there's like an in between where she's like warming up to he him. He goes right like, to the fireplace scene. It, there's no warming up. There's there's the fucking sand speech, and then he fucking kisses her, and I, she's like into it. It's yeah. fucking weird as fuck. I tell you what, and you know this is the part of these movies I'll bag on the most is this romance. But at the same time, I get pissed when people bag on it because anybody who uh, who was down for a fucking Twilight movie, this is as good as yeah. any romance in those shitty movies. It is. It is. The, uh, you know, like I said, I, I had a hot take for how to fix the first one. My hot take to fix this one is I think the romance should be in there. I don't think Anakin should be a Padawan. I think if Anakin's a Jedi master who's devoted to the mm-hmm. Jedi code or whatever, who then is assigned a detail to her, and now he's torn between it. Right. He's not this like childlike obsession crush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now he's spending time with her on this mission and he's like developing a relationship. I think it helps justify it more and I think it helps make his turn to the dark side make more no, sense. No, for sure. Yeah, no, he's he's uh he is definitely he's not torn at all. As soon as he sees yeah. her, he's yeah. like boner time, that's what I'm gonna for do. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, just just on an outside perspective, she seems very capable. What does she see in him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? I under, maybe maybe to her this was just like an extended booty call that what got out of hand. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Uh, it, they go to Tatooine because um, they get a. He has a force vision. He has a force vision of his mother. Yep. Uh, being attacked by Tusken Raiders. Correct. Um, they go to Tatooine where we meet Uncle Owen. Yep. For the first time. And fucking uh, Joel Edgington. Yeah, Joel Edgington. Yeah, who is a little baby in this? Yeah. yeah. Like five seconds after Episode Three, he aged forty years. <laughs> but in this, he's a tiny little baby. Yep. Anakin kills a bunch of sand people. Yeah, e- even the children. Even the children. <laughs> Look, you know what? He gets a taste for <laughs> the it. women. He gets a taste for child. <laughs> Look, I'm I'm here to bag on Hayden Christensen all day. I genuinely think that's his best scene. Yeah. Is is the is women the, and the children too? That's the one. But it does. <laughs> I genuinely I think that's his best scene. He kills the younglings in the Jedi Temple. So you're right. He did kind of do it in, in number two. He did I it like once, that. and he realized I, I like that. This I is, like yeah. murdering kids. This is easier. I'm a serial killer. (laughs) It's at this point they get a distress signal from Obi-Wan Kenobi who is limped through his fight with Django Fett. There is a hard hard cut from Tatooine to Geonosis that should have been more, like there should have been another establishing shot because Desert Planet to Desert Planet is confusing. Yeah, that's true. It's red dirt versus yellow dirt. Uh, Yeah. Kind of has a lava vibe to me. What do you guys guys think of of, uh, Christopher Lee in this? Look, I I get what he was going for. I I know George Lucas was thinking when he did it. He's just too old. I hate Dooku. See, I, I I think I think he feels too old in the third one, but I think it works in no. this one. And I think he has experience with. Well, this is bad dialogue, but I'm I'm going to deliver it. I like mean, it's he, not. he does he does do a good job <laughs> yeah. with it. But I think my hot take on how to fix this one is and the first one keep Darth Maul alive. I, even if you don't do have that. him get away, and don't even put Dooku in it. Just continue Maul as the apprentice. Maul and Grievous are both more interesting. Agreed. Yeah. Than, than I think give Maul some lines and Maul, establish him. You had to let Obi-Wan kill him to establish Agreed. Obi-Wan. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you, you kept him to the third one, then Anakin Cut has the to hand. Him. They always cut the hand in Star Wars. You do cut a hand. Anakin gets his hand cut in this mm. one. No, I mean, though, you could have cut Maul's hand in the first one. And he would have gotten away. why? <laughs> Just to get him away, you know? For killing Qui-Gon. I, it also does a really great job of establishing a relationship that, while we don't see a lot in the movies, continues on between Maul and Obi Wan in really great ways in different in different yeah. medium. Right. Um, 
Which all of this leading to the Battle of Geonosis. Also, the first time R2-D2 apparently can kick ass. Well, yeah. He, he literally takes out several battle droids yes. by himself. But how do we feel about the uh, the assembly line scene? I understand. Like, I want to the break R2-D2, this up. The R2-D2, C-3PO action scene? Well, because it's, it's both. It's, it, there's, there's that scene. It's, it's concurrent. But there's that scene and there's the Padme-Anakin action it. scene. I actually like the Padme-Anakin bit of it. I just hate C-3PO. It, uh, it reminded me of Frogger. Yeah, yeah um, you know the the thing is, I am pretty on board when Star Wars is dumb. I actually insist that it's dumb, but this shit was too dumb for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, it didn't. It's, the CGI didn't hold up. For I the thought theater. it was the a fun, CGI did not. Hold no, up. no, it looks <laughs> bad. I thought it was a fun set piece. It, it looks like it's from a 1998 episode of Buffy the Vampire. Yeah, that was my it's thing. Bad. It seems like it's supposed to be in a shitty video game I never played. Right, yeah. that's fair. It does seem like that. Uh yeah. So that brings us to the big battle on Geonosis, which. Ah, you know, it seems like they could have just held out a few more seconds before, like, uh, you know, showing their Jedi card so to yeah, give yeah, Yoda yeah. a little bit more time. Because they seem like they lost a lot of Jedi really fast before the clone troopers got there. Right. My favorite part of this bit, and I'm, I'm, I'm not a huge proponent. I don't think it's as good as people make it out to be. But you see Plo Koon kick ass. And yeah. I like that guy. I want more of that. I like. Dude. I mean, I, I like the bit where they're they're like chained to the fucking poles and trying to you know just avoid yeah. getting killed by the monsters. I like the lightsaber fight. I like it when the the clone troopers get there. Yeah. Django the, goes the, out like a bitch. I know it. Yeah. it that's great. It's, and yeah, it's cool that Samuel gets a good big moment there. I will yeah. say it still bothers me that whenever I mean, maybe this is just a scene that we don't see, but I, it feels like. When Boba goes to pick up the helmet, he's there's, like just going there the first time. It seems like the head there should, should fall be a head out. in there. The head yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> this is the first time we see Mace Windu draw a sword. Uh, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the that being lightsaber. a big deal, like as a kid. The purple lightsaber totally is dope as shit. Did he make that happen? Or? Yeah, he he asked yeah, if he. he asked that's amazing. Yeah. great and, choice. And, and uh, George Lucas, who doesn't listen to anybody for whatever reason, listened to that. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say no to Samuel L. Jackson. No. And it's in an outdoor coliseum, and it's like Gladiator. Yeah, in space. This movie then turns pretty quickly while the battle's going on. Count Dooku escapes. Yep, kicks the shit out of Anakin and Obi Wan. Yeah, just beats the holy shit, which I like that. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Uh, Which is when we get the famous, as we talked about earlier, Yoda lightsaber fight. Yep. Um, This movie kind of ends like Empire Strikes Back, where the dark side pretty much wins. Um, He gets away. We we know. Oh, well, they have the clone troops. First, first glimpse of the Death Star. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, uh, Christian. From listening to the earlier one today, you didn't like the uh, the the uh, Yoda lightsaber. I don't. In that. You don't like. See, I yeah. love it. I don't like I it either. I fucking love it. I love I, that. I like that Yoda is a character that doesn't have. It has nothing to do that he didn't need. That he couldn't. It's that he didn't have to do right. that. Oh. Um, he never, in all the training you see with Luke, never once fucking talks about a lightsaber. And it's and again, I don't. It's not that we assume that he didn't have one. It's that I'm. I have excelled past that. Right. right. Uh, and I feel like it, it, again, it diluted who Yoda was to me in that instance. I agree. See, all I thought is that shit looks it's cool. cool. <laughs> I love an 80-year-old man. I hate that fight style, too. Because, I yeah. love an 80-year-old man fighting a computer. Because it, also, <laughs> because it also sets up the fight in episode three, which is the worst, worst and, fight. And, and Pal, that's what I don't understand. Is this is this the elite level of lightsaber fighting? Backflips? Yeah, I know. Because uh, Palpatine does I, it too. I love the backflips. I'm yeah, going on record I that too. I love the Darth the Re- <laughs> Revenge of the Sith Darth fight in the oh Senate God. room is fucking awesome. Oh and God. the one in the Clone that, Wars that is, is fucking dope. Like, that is the worst fight scene in all of Star No, they're Wars. spinning chairs. I, mean, I love I mean, look, spinning chairs. Me and Ryan are the exact same. Yeah, no. Black flips are fucking cool. The fights are all terrible, but kudos to Lucas 
set pieces for all the fights are pretty good. Yeah, I yeah, guarantee yeah. you that Ray and Adam Driver do a bunch of buck and back backflips in this one. Hard Rise pass. of Skywalker because they're going to be max level Jedi. This See, point. I don't, I don't think they will because oh, I don't think, I don't think Ray will be back flipping around or I'm going to be. Pissed. I don't think Abrams <laughs> likes the prequels. I don't think he. That's not the style that he's established. Well, so in the opening around. scene, isn't she jumping over a fucking spaceship? Yeah, I, I mean, just, I'm not saying she won't. They won't do like a backflip, force no. jumps and shit like that. I'm just saying it won't be all spinny buzzsaw shit. Yeah, I think it's going to go back to episode like the prequel powers. I hope you're right. I, I just <laughs> don't think you are. So, so anyway, episode two ends with the bad guys winning. Yep. Uh, what do you feel about it? You know what? I was I, I coming into it. This is negative. This was my favorite of the three. What? Uh, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> this is yeah. Second time around, episode one's my favorite of the three, but this is my second favorite of the three. I, you know, it's better than Transformers. Definitely better than Transformers. I, first of all, I just go ahead. Spoiler alert: I think all Star Wars movies are better than Transformers. So better than Transformers isn't really a scale for me on this. Uh, this one is the closest to Transformers, maybe. Yeah. But uh, I, uh, I, you know. I don't know. I mean, I do like it, but it's the one that I think I could live without. Like, I know when people used to try to do their own orders, they try to leave out Phantom Menace. I say you can just leave this out and call the Clone Wars episode two and then move on to Revenge of the Better than Transformers, worse than episode one. I would say... Yeah, exactly. uh, Before Clone Wars, I would go worse than Transformers. I think Clone Wars makes me enjoy this more now. Look, I think definitely I like that last scene where Yoda tells Obi-Wan, no, we didn't win, man. We lost. I just think there's so many good bits to it that overpower the bad bits. I I think this is the most unmitigated George Lucas of all of it. I think the dialogue is bland and boring. Oh, man. We haven't even gotten to the third one. The set pieces are what make it better for me. There's good set pieces. They go to a million different places. Yep. Uh, It's fan servicey in the worst ways. Uh, It, 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 to me, is a culmination of all the bad things about the prequels in one film. And again, I think there are simple things you could do to fix it. I don't... I I think... And again, Clone Wars justifies this. Anakin is better with a Padawan. What do you what do you think about it's all Jar Jar's fault? Yeah. I mean, the entire war especially is especially fault. the first one and and a little bit in I think is it the second one where they vote for emergency power? Yeah, no, that's no, that's this that's this one. That's yeah. this one. So, yeah. so so one and two, I think there's definitely a strong case. I mean, definitely. I mean, he starts the war. Yeah. it's all yeah. his fault. Yeah. He's the one that makes a petition for the war of the Senate or whatever. Yeah. Or, uh, Army of the Senate. So yeah, you can make an argument. He's or Plagius, but yep. you could probably fix the whole thing if you. No, I, I don't know if anybody's claiming that he's. <laughs> I'm not claiming that. I'm just saying he a lot of pe- a lot of people think he's Plagius. If Jar Jar was a well, secret people are idiots. Sith, that could have worked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the argument. That, that, that could have worked. Yeah. Man, and, how good of a heel turn would that? That's have what been? I mean. Imagine if he the just third suddenly one. <laughs> started speaking in perfect syntax, and I mean, it's it's kind of a. It's That's kind of a similar Yoda... turn to what I wanted to be for the, the Emperor. But... Which, by the way, brings me to the weirdest thing about the prequels. Why does Yoda go back to speaking to broken English in the back? Because in the original movies, he only speaks the broken English when he's like acting like yeah, he's yeah. not Yoda. As soon as he becomes Yoda, he starts speaking perfectly. Yeah. I don't know. Because I mean, don't get me wrong. I people, like for Yoda to speak like that. I just don't know what it it's, was. It's what people are have associated yeah. with it. Yeah. Um, the whole Jar Jar thing, the thing that gave it credence was the Ahmad Best has like hinted that people are right when they suggest yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> Ahmad Best is just like, look, fuck with I you. feel bad for that guy. I'm super happy he has a new Star Wars show coming yeah. out on Disney Plus. Good on him. I mean, that dude. That Jar Jar has a Star Wars show? 
They're doing a. They're doing a like. A, you remember Legends of the Hidden Temple? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They're yeah, yeah. doing okay, a Jedi yeah. version. I just. I don't know if it's just from the years of abuse, but that dude seems very comfortable with himself. So I'm. Yeah. I'm happy for him. Yeah, I want him to be successful because I heard he almost killed himself, and that's oh, terribly geez. sad. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't I, like that. Misa <laughs> not like that. He um. <laughs> he 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 has a pretty pretty funny stick he does about how Mini Me ruined his summer because that was supposed to be. His summer, he was supposed to be the thing that all the kids love. And then, the second Austin Powers movie came out yep. the same, and it just ruined to it. To be fair, him. Austin Powers 2 is probably oh. better than Phantom Menace. Bad Bastard and Mini-Me. <laughs> uh, anyway, episode three. Uh, Revenge, Revenge of the Revenge of the Sith. I feel like this is where it's going to get the most contention. For sure it is. Uh, it starts like, you know, pretty soon in the future. The war is in full-blown war. Yep. Opens with a huge space battle. Yeah, he opens with a huge space battle. Uh, Palpatine's been kidnapped by Grievous is being held hostage on one of the ships. Obi-Wan and, and Anakin are trying to save him. And, uh, you know, for all of his bitching about flying, Obi-Wan seems like a pretty good pilot. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Time. Yeah, he seems fine. My least favorite part of this is when they're trying to escape and they get caught in the thing and Obi-Wan's like, how did we not see this coming? Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, that is bad dialogue. I That's like this terrible. sequence, but that dialogue is I bad. I thought we were smarter than this. Apparently not. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, there's some jokes there that fall flat. Yeah. But that opening shot... I mean, shot, none of that is, I hate sand bad. Yeah, yeah. But that's pretty bad. I thought the CGI was great when I watched it today. Yeah. Like, no, the no. opening scene where they're, like, flying down, and there's all these different spaceships yeah. on lower levels, it works. The for, space like, battle's cool. I mean, like, the, the the navigating the ship. I mean, look, R2 doesn't need another action scene where he no. kills a super battle like droid by himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. R2 um, killing people is terrible. There's one bit of special effects during the lightsaber fee scene that drove me nuts the first time I saw it, and it still drives me nuts every time I see it. When, you know, Obi-Wan gets knocked out and then uh, Dooku brings that platform yeah. down on him, it does a thing where it hits. And then shifts a and little then bit. Shifts, yeah. But then Obi-Wan's body moves, Ooh. but doesn't, doesn't change. I, yeah. It looks 100% so know what terrible. You mean. Yeah, yeah. Drives me nuts every fucking time. <laughs> well, because they didn't I, want to kill Obi-Wan Kenobi. I think the, but I mean, I'm, I'm just saying his like arms are yeah, 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 yeah. shifted, something like that. I, um... I think the CGI in this is so much better than the first two, yeah. but that scene drives me nuts. Yeah. Uh, this scene famously ends with Anakin killing Count Dooku. Right. Correct. At, and uh, and Palpatine being real fucking obviously evil well, more than yeah. he has been. Very in. foreshadowing of the throne room scene yeah. in Return of the Jedi. Yes. Anakin cuts his hands off. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. I was like, holy crap, is this for kids? Like, This is where I started getting a little more uh, Yeah, mature. no, it cuts out a hand and then decapitates Yeah. Well, this movie's definitely the inspiration of Joker. It? It's how a bad guy comes to be. Sure. <laughs> I want to say say uh as far as things that again are going to feed into my theories on how to fix this things that i feel like should have been highlighted that were already in place is during the count dooku anakin battle it's it's obi-wan and anakin against dooku and then obi-wan gets knocked out of it and anakin finishes the job himself which they passingly reference a little bit later Mm -hmm. but i feel like more more emphasis should be placed on the fact that like in at least this situation anakin was the better jedi than his master Right. Uh, which I don't feel like I spent a lot of time on, but yeah. So they they uh, they kill Dooku, get Obi Wan, which for a thing that's not the Jedi way, no one seems to give a fuck. Nope. Yeah, well, well I, they don't. They I don't, don't think know. they tell. Yeah, they don't yeah. tell. Well, and it seems like you later, think if it was important, it would have been mentioned. Well, in the no, movie. They don't know, no, 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 they, they don't know. They don't know that he was like. It. Yeah, right. They, they, Dooku they, and we know Anakin. his head got cut off. How well, do we know? With the, oh, he's on the ship still. He's on they, the ship. Yeah, it's true. The ship fucking... Uh, no, they're maybe, on a ship. They use, on, they're they on use a, further back on the ship. <laughs> the back part that you fell. Guys keep trying, really, you guys keep trying to justify point. it. <laughs> no, 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 right, fair point. There is a bit that should have very clearly made it obvious that the, the Chancellor was a fucking Sith 
where they're falling down the elevator shaft and they like and he does a backflip. Well, yeah, well, yeah. Well, it, it's essentially uh, Anakin and uh, and Obi Wan grab onto a ledge and pull themselves over, and Palpatine just grabs onto one of their legs and pulls himself up. I'm like yeah. that's not a thing a seventy year old man can do. I thought Grievous looked good, and yeah. I think he's a cool character. I'm so frustrated. Cool I'm so character. frustrated that like you know the 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 what's the the Tarkenton guy who makes the. Um, uh, Jenny Tarson. Yeah, yeah. The, his his series prior to this was like optional watching because General Grievous is really cool and he comes into this like injured and he remains yeah, yeah. injured. What for the is rest it of the about series. those that make them non-canon? Because the last time I watched it, I didn't really see a thing. I that, don't think they are non-canon. No, I, I'm pretty sure they're non-canon. Oh, really? Yeah, but I I don't I didn't spot what makes them not jibe with other Clone Wars. Yeah. I don't know. He's a cool character for sure, though. When I watched it, because you said they explain his origin on Clone Wars, right? Yeah. yeah. That, coming out of this, I watched this today. I was like, I want to watch that Grievous episode. Yeah. So I need to find I, out which one that some is. Some people hate his Dracula voice. Yeah. I fucking love it. Yeah. I yeah. Think, no, yeah. I think Grievous is a cool villain. I wish we had gotten more of him. You know, then this movie turns into kind of an escalation to the end of the Clone Wars. Right. We, we've. Uh, Grievous is on the run. Obi-Wan Kenobi sent after him. We find out Padme's pregnant. Uh, and again, keeps having these bad visions of yep. her dying, basically. And so th- this is this is where I think the, the biggest fix could come in for this. Anakin gets appointed to the Jedi Council by the Chancellor, which is not a thing the Chancellor's supposed to do. The Council asks, asks Anakin to spy on the Chancellor. He also, they won't give him the rank of Jedi Knight. They won't give him the rank of, yeah, right. Or is it knight or master? Master. master. He's a knight. Oh, he's, he's a knight, knight at this yeah, point, yeah. And I feel like the biggest problem here... And he's such a millennial bitch. You've been a Jedi knight for like a week, but, but, and you want to be the master? <laughs> but that's, that's, where, that's where I feel like it comes in earlier that, that you, you could have seeded some things in here where he succeeds where Obi-Wan fails. Where he could right. be justifiable in his want Exactly. To be. And, and I, I think the biggest problem here is that Ian McDermott is so fucking evil this whole time, and we get to see all of it. Right. So when we're watching it, we're recognizing that Anakin is the dope in this. Like, he's the dunce. Right. Like, he's the one getting taken advantage of this mm-hmm. whole time. Well, that's what we find out about Darth Vader, too, in the in the sequel trilogy. Or sure. Or in the original trilogy. But, so. but it, it's it's a problem for us when we're supposed to be, like, respecting where he's coming from, from, like, what he thinks is happening. Because we know he's being an idiot. Whereas if, again, you played it where Palpatine was a bit more of a straight guy who's, like, you know, literally just taking, like, looking out mm-hmm. for this kid and all this kind of stuff... Then for sh- genuinely, that's what a screenwriter would have done. All all of his <laughs> points make sense because he is in a weird position. He shouldn't be asked to do these yeah. things, you know. He he shouldn't be asked by the council to spy on the fucking chancellor. There's no reason, you know. I don't know. There's a- I, well, I mean, you know, I, I asked you guys earlier what you guys thought the clone, the prequels, are going to be going into. I had always just in my head envisioned that Anakin Skywalker was going to be like, you know, sort of like a John Wayne badass kind of character mm. that ends up turning on the Jedi because of things they do that he doesn't agree with, that he sort of takes too far his retaliation. Which, spoiler words, is how it sort of plays out in Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. But uh, but in this, it just seems more like he's a sweaty, miny bit. And that's, and that's the thing. Like I, I, th- I think there's like legitimate grounds to play it the way right. that you want to play it, but they don't go that direction. Right. Uh, and and even when they kind of do, like it doesn't feel right because again, you know that he's getting played, so he looks stupid when he's making the arguments right. for why you know Chancellor's not a bad guy. The Jedi shouldn't be asking me to do this. The Jedi's in the wrong here. Right. All this kind of stuff. I think a lot of that is improved. Number one, I agree with you. Ian McDermott only plays evil the whole time. The best scene in the in the prequel trilogy is the Darth play just the wise opera bit. That's it's true. fantastic. <laughs> and that, he is evil as so he can ridiculous. be. With that. 
Yeah. Like, in the back, yeah, it's that. That is so over what the top. What the fuck is that show? It's, like, it's is, supposed to be an opera. What's but, the point? Yeah. Uh, but I think a lot of that would be, I don't think Anakin should have any pull to the dark side. I, I don't think ever in the prequels, I think the kind-hearted, nice kid you meet yeah. in Phantom Menace should be the person you meet, you spend time with the whole time. Mm-hmm. That That in Attack of the Clones, it's like, torn angry hateful dude that i I think that's a cop-out because like you were both talking about you've put in enough in this story that his push to the dark side makes sense because of the choices the jedi give him right Right. not that he naturally feels it like if that you say you know his love for her is something he hasn't experienced but it doesn't feel wrong and he's told that he shouldn't have it or that you know, you guys are putting me in this position and I'm turning against the Senate, which we're supposed to protect. Right. We're, all, we're fighting for democracy. All of these things feel like justifiable reasons for him to do it. And then, say, hypothetically, you killed Padme earlier on and you kept him from knowing about the twins. Who would he turn to? Mm. He probably would turn to Palpatine yeah. in that moment. And so then his his evolution to the dark side doesn't feel so whiny bitch like right. you're for talking sure. about. And, so, I, and I, again, even within the context of the film, I feel like there's a lot, and, and this is, I think, a, a Lucas choice to make it like Jedi good, Sith bad, yeah. but there's there's a very obvious argument that, again, the Clone Wars series does make that the Jedi are kind of like like overly stodgy and ritualistic right. and, uh, you know, disconnected from the world that they're supposed to be serving and protecting um, that I think all get highlighted in this film that they don't draw attention to because they want to make sure that the good, the good guys are the good guys and the bad guys are the bad guys. But separating, separating the ideals from the institution, I think would have also, this feels like the first time ever George Lucas felt like he had something to say about politics he really seemed it, like he wanted to say something he, about George Bush in this, and <laughs> and and you know, and that's not his strong suit. Because all three movies are about how people talking in rooms doesn't work. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't want to put this in a committee. Yeah. <laughs> do you do you guys think Hayden Christensen does a better job in this? I think, no. See, I, I think, think he does. I think he's better. He's than atrocious. Than See, I think no. this is Fuck this is guys. this is where I get my where my argument about chemistry comes from. Because I think the scenes with Padme and Obi Wan, those guys are good. Scenes with Obi Wan and Anakin, those guys are good. Any scene with Padme, Padme and, Anakin. And, and Anakin, they both just completely lose their ability to act. Yeah. They're just saying words. I don't yeah. think. I don't think. I don't think uh, Natalie Portman's good at any point in this. No, movie. I no. I, in the whole series. No, you see, yeah. I think she gets a worse in each movie. I think this is her well, definitely. Worst I think she's the most like. What the fuck did I sign up? Yeah, for she sure. realized yeah. that by this point. Uh, like that thing where you're going down a road I cannot follow. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's just that's cringeworthy. Just, you know, get there's to, very few lines that are cringeworthy. To get see, to the, I don't know, man. That that whole sequence to me. It's over to the top for me in the best possible way. So all the bad You watch time, wrestling. Fuck you. All the, I fucking love wrestling. I, I love soap operas too. That scene is like, it calls for that sort of ridiculousness. Basically to get to the end here, because we're kind of sharing our opinions, but that um, with, the, with the Jedi spread out the, throughout the galaxy, Anakin realizes that Palpatine is the Sith Lord they've been hunting right. all along. Yep. Um, him and Mace Windu go to capture him. Things go horribly wrong. No, no, no. <laughs> I fucking love it. Anakin yeah. quickly comes from wanting to kill him to suddenly being on his side. Yeah. Um, commits Order 66, kill all the Jedi. Anakin famously kills younglings at this point. Yep. Right. Um, and we get the final culmination battle on Gian. Mean, well, hang on. Mean, I was about to say, meanwhile, one, 
Yoda's on Kashyyyk to sell toys. Everything yeah. about Kashyyyk is toys. Chewbacca. Yeah. Um, and that, the Kashyyyk scene does have one thing that always pisses me off of when it shows up in Star Wars. I hate when wheels show up in Star Wars. Mm. There should be no wheels in Star Grievous Wars. Grievous has got a cool wheel. I like Grievous. Uh, but it's like it's like a the whole oh, thing yeah. is a wheel. That's fine. <laughs> it, it's also a wheel that's got arms, yeah. um, which is cool. Um, I will say uh, for the Mustafar, Kash- if I was playing I can't Yeah, for, for the Kashyyyk thing, there's a bit where the, the clone troopers turn on Yoda, mm. but they haven't actually done anything thing to him yet and he just beheads them and then the, the Wookiees are just like alright let's go yeah. I think everyone's on the same page here I was like yeah there should be like this is one. fucked up yeah. an investigation <laughs> committee um, Order 66 order, the Order 66 sequence is probably my favorite it's sequence a great sequence all of the prequels yeah uh, it's one of George Lucas's strongest argument for what he believes the thing should be, which was all these cool design, different planets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did skip over. Obi-Wan's got a subplot where he's tracking down General Grievous mm-hmm. on whatever fucking planet right. that is. Uh, that's a cool planet. That's I like, a cool planet. Those yeah. aliens have a cool design. I, I like his little lizard mount thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty. Yeah. There was some, I, they just came out this past week that, that uh, there was supposed to be a lightsaber battle there that was supposed to be even more complicated than the original one from... Uh, uh, episode one, where he fights five of, of General Grievous's guards at the same time, uh, wow. but it got cut. And so then he just smashes them with like an overhead lamp or something. Oh, I remember that scene. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the General Grievous thing is cool. The arms thing is cool. How do you yeah. blow a three lightsaber lead? Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? The uh, nice callback to the original with the uncivilized thing with the blaster. Right. I yeah. felt like it was a little much. Like, dude. See, I, I thought it was. I, I, I personally I like don't that. think Star Wars can ever be too much. <laughs> yeah. So it's the most Alec Guinness moment yeah. of, of all the prequels. Uh, all right. Uh, also, that that fight ends in fisticuffs minus the blaster. <laughs> there's too like there's too much fisticuffs in this movie in yeah. general. That's not where this should be going, especially against a giant See, metal man. This movie definitely has don't we, the most lightsaber action of any of yeah. them. And I fucking that's why I like Star Wars. That's why I, I do love this movie. Yeah. Does all the dialogue work? Absolutely not. But the lightsabers. All fucking cool. Yeah. The, the, so, you know, this movie famously ends with a 45 minute lightsaber fight yes. between Anakin and Obi Wan. <laughs> Which I fucking uh, love. I also fucking love. <laughs> Fist the, bump Ian. My, my favorite line You will try. Uh, <laughs> there are so many things I don't I like really, about it. I, I will do what I must. For, <laughs> one thing before we get too deep in this, one thing I like about this one. Uh, well, we're not too deep yet? No. No. When we get too deep in the lightsaber fight. Uh, I think there's some real sets in this. I think they actually yeah, build yeah. some shit. In yeah. There, and it makes it feel more to me. This one feels more like star Wars towards the end because when they're inside the ships, it looks like inside the ships. In yeah. The yeah, yeah. Cut- in our defense, this movie is fucking long. It is. Uh, so, so Padme comes to confront Anakin or not confront. Does she come to confront? Yeah. Him? Yeah. yeah. Okay. She, comes she to knows confront. about the young yeah. thing. Comes to confront she Anakin. Obi-Wan stows away on board or whatever. Uh, Padme and him shared the worst exchange of dialogue in human history. It is. I just want to point out, 100% Obi-Wan's fault, Padme dies. He sneaks aboard that ship she has no idea about. The moment Anakin sees her, sees him, he starts fucking choking his wife. That is true. If if Obi-Wan does not do those chain of events, Padme probably doesn't die. Um... How cool does Obi Wan look when he's just standing? I know. There? Yeah, like, what does. the fuck is that power sense? How long? Had he, how long had he been standing there like, like that? And I don't even know how you guys can even worry about the dialogue in that scene. 
Because when they're sort of circling around each other, building up to the fight, that's almost as good as the fucking that's fight. So See, and that, there's like late waves of lava crashing yeah, behind. That's them. actually my biggest. Mustafar is such a cool fucking plan. Yeah. My biggest problem with the fight sequences is that there's not enough talking. I know that's weird. See, man, no. I think that's why I like them. Is that because whenever they pause for talking, it was like, it from my point of view, the Jedi yeah. dream. Well, just shut up and swing your I laser mean, sword. That's a fair point. In, in a world where they're good at delivering lines. God, also, that line is so terrible. I know, that's a bad line. The biggest that, <laughs> that line is definitely like, in case you don't know what I'm hitting you over the head with here, I mean, we're going to say it one more time. <laughs> the biggest problem with that is anybody who believes their point of view doesn't start with, from my point of view. <laughs> <laughs> right, they don't think it's a point of view, they think it's true. Correct. Look, yeah. the final um, script is a rough draft that never got for edited. Sure. That's what that movie is. Well, what should, what should have been happening there, because for me, I get lost in that lightsaber battle because like it just it blends into the same thing. It's kind of like a Transformers movie. It's all kind yeah, of the yeah, same. Yeah. It should be broken up into sequences where they fight a little bit, they get separated, and then they argue about things, and then they, you know, they... It escalates. Right, well, that, well one person kind of gains the upper hand in the argument, and then they fight more, and then hands change. You know, it's, that's how it's supposed to work. That is true, because I think the Empire lightsaber duel is my favorite one. Yeah. And because of that, where they, like are separated and mm-hmm. talking to each other and tension builds. So I do agree That's that how every him. superhero fight is. That's but, why you like them. But uh, I don't know. on the other hand, I also like for 45 straight yeah. minutes, people just slung lightsabers <laughs> at each other. I like that he was just like, fuck it, I'm just going to do lightsaber. That's uh-huh. what the people want. Were, he was broken down by the public at this point. He's right. like, you want lightsabers? Here you fucking go. <laughs> what, what I do enjoy about this bit is that two and three do a very good job of just shitting on Obi-Wan. Which is, Anakin says at 1.2, he's as good with a lightsaber as Master Windu and as wise in the Force as Master Yoda. But then he's like, I've saved his life nine times. He's a piece of shit. I'm 19. (laughs) Uh, And so to actually see Obi-Wan go toe-to-toe with Anakin and then fucking win does a good job of being like, by the way, I know we've talked a lot of shit. But he's plenty capable. I mean, yeah. not fully represented yeah, the of, of the rest of the series that we've actually seen, to be fair. I know. They fucked him over <laughs> previously. For sure. The uh, guy killed Darth Maul and then killed... Uh, again. Killed Anakin. Yeah. But. Yeah. So, yeah. No, the, the worst line in the movie. And Grievous. We'll, we'll get to it. Obi-Wan has all the great yeah, kills. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Obi-Wan's a badass. He has way more hits than Anakin did. Yep. So, they reach an impasse. Obi-Wan jumps on the fucking land. Uh, Anakin's on a weird thing in the like lava. A robot, a robot in, uh, in the lava. And, uh, and yeah, after, after after every all the Jedi shit we've seen in this I, movie, all of the, the after jumps like and... Three like, foot high jumps I flips. love the robots that come by and it's like, what the fuck's going on with you two? <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty funny. Yeah. I do like We it. have the infamous, <laughs> I have the high ground. I have the high ground, and, Anakin. And again, that's one of those things that some people hate. I fucking love that. I love his arms outpost. I have the high High ground. Yeah, yeah good. I kind of come around ground. on it. Yeah. Obi Wan delivers it with such gusto; it almost works. Well, <laughs> I would say it does work. He's right. <laughs> he wins the fight. Like it is justifiable when he's like, "Oh, I have the high ground. You don't want to do this." And then exactly what he says well, can happen. Does what if happen. Anakin just knocked him down with the force so, <laughs> and then jumped up below? Like there well, were like I a think, million other options. See, I think that's why he doesn't go back and kill him because. Because Anakin probably still could have done that. I mean, yeah. maybe. I thought I, that was my part of that. I was like, that's super fucked up that, that Obi-Wan looked. At, I understand he's seen him do fucked up mm-hmm. things. But one, he's still a Jedi. And two, this was still his friend like 20 minutes right. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that he just watches him like burn alive after being like I, dismembered. And, and that was supposed to be. And then he leaves. Hayden Christensen's Oscar scene is he's 
crutching the dirt and just burning to death. He lets some hellacious moans out. This I am. <laughs> I, I, hellacious I, moans is a this great name. I said I was going to get back to. Uh, Lucas said this is why he introduced the midichlorians. Because he wanted it, uh, to have a reason that when Anakin loses his leg and loses another arm, that's why he's no longer so much more powerful than the other Jedis. He's just another Jedi at that point. But there's no other Jedis left. So. Mm. Still sounds like I a think it's stupid, reason. but I'm saying that's what that's why he yeah, said he that does sound extra stupid. Yeah. So this movie famously ends with the Emperor building Darth Vader no. with yep. the remnants of Anakin's body. Anakin letting out a very long and loud no, no very good impression after learning of Padme's death. <laughs> and, 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 and again, that's one of those things that that's the line in the sand because a lot of people think that's cheesy and hate it. I fucking love See, that CGI it. doesn't hold up, though. I don't know why no, they, yeah, they, no, they, they should have done, yeah, done the original suit. It looks bad. Mm-hmm. And that's when you close your pre your trilogy. It just, you know what it I mean? just looks super CGI. Yes. It should be it should have been a real set. Yeah, also, it looks I fake. do believe it's Hayden Christensen. No, it is. Yeah. yeah he's I was I was just yeah. telling my wife the story of uh what's his name? James uh, Earl Jones? No, David Prowse. David Prowse. Uh, and and yeah. how he was super expecting to come back for the prequels and did not. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then uh famously Padme dies in childbirth of a broken heart. Real strong female figure. Uba. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what probably killed her is that she had a baby bump the size of a cantaloupe, yeah. and then she passes two four-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. Like, They're those kids kid. are fucking gigantic. Those kids are big. Uh, and her husband just crushed her larynx. So, right. um, I mean, look, yeah, this one is not great. See, uh, I, I, I disagree. disagree. I fucking love it. Yeah, this, this movie's one. fucking great. I watched this one today. <laughs> I love it. I will say I think it's the best prequel. Um, it's still in my bottom rung of Star Wars movies. I will go better than Transformers sheerly because the last, that Anakin Obi-Wan fight, I think is a ton of fun. And I, even the dialogue's terrible. I like the cheesy over the top way they deliver it. Yeah. We, we didn't even talk about the 20 minute lightsaber. You know, oh, no, like I intentionally skipped that. Part. Yoda and the Emperor, which yeah, See, that, that's awesome. I, love, I know me and you love. Yeah, that one. I, I mean that's fucking did. cool. I, I again, think that was again. I think that I really the, like. I really like their build-up dialogue too. <laughs> again, just an eighty-year-old man arguing with a computer mother. Yeah, <laughs> that's what Star Wars I is mean, all about. Two things annoy me about the Emperor, and well, there are a lot of things that annoy me. But two particular things that annoy me about the Emperor is one, his lightsaber style is just. Stick it in his chest and point it straight out. And then he fights. It's like a dick. (laughs) Chest dick. Poking and prodding at people. And he also makes that And and two, they're throwing the fucking Senate chairs at each other with the force like they're fucking jugglers in a circus. But for some reason, reason it's harder to catch or deflect it when it's spinning. What? There's no fucking rules in this universe. It's ridiculous, but I love it. As a kid i love that and also because yoda fails in this he should fucking disappear for a bazillion years (laughs) and not like the the whole universe falls into despair and you're right that's what the last fucking jedi should do go hide in a swamp into exile i must go also there's a in in the scene where uh they're watching that uh the emperor and darth vader are watching the the construction of the thing there's a peter cushing look-alike that I yeah. didn't notice the oh, first time cool. around. I honestly today I was like, is that a human or is that a mask? Like it's like, is that does that guy really look like Peter? I, I, well, I think that's why they kept it that broad okay. shot so that they didn't have to like. One of my favorite episodes of Clone Wars is the Tarkin episode. Yeah, it's yeah. a good one because yeah. I love how much Anakin and and Tarkin get along. Yeah, they just hit it off yeah. immediately. Totally. <laughs> 
Um, and then, yeah, the, the, I don't know why the kids get split up. I don't know one of why one of them goes back to Tatooine. I do feel like Leia got the better deal out of it. Uh, right. yeah. yes. Alderaan looks dope <laughs> as shit. Uh, was it Bail Organa's decision? Because maybe I'm remembering this wrong. I just watched it, but I feel like he's like, we'll take the girl. Yeah, he's like, we always wanted a daughter. <laughs> yeah. There should have been an extra scene where I was like, do you want the boy to... Also, do we ever in the Clone Wars... I know we see... I know we see Qui-Gon's Force Ghosts in the Clone Wars. But do we ever see Obi-Wan seeing... No, because... No, it's no. Yoda. Yoda's the one that's contacted. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because we wouldn't have seen it till Rebels. You, you don't, you don't yeah. even see... I don't even think you see his Force Ghost. I think it's just narration. I right. think he just right. talks to Yoda. Right. Um, that's um, like, Those are cool episodes. Though. Yeah. So what do you guys think of Revenge of the Sith? Look, I really, really, really hate the end this of it. This is your least favorite, it, right? This is my least favorite, and I hate the end of it. But the rest of it, minus, minus the Mustafar shit, it's not that bad. And again, it's a big wow. swing. I, I think the set pieces are cool. Again? I think we found the schism on the podcast. It's the Mustafar lightsaber fight. Because I, I am 100% on board. It's, it's, it's a so, stone cold positive. Uh, I, I watched it this morning. I can watch it again right now. <laughs> I would say going in, so I watched them all. Going in, I thought number three was my favorite. And coming out, number one, I think, is probably my favorite. And then three, and then two. But they're all better than Transformers. I and also think they're all better than Transformers. Great. But one, I came up a lot more positive than I ever had been. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Again, I've I've always kind of fought for the Phantom Menace a little. Uh, I, I don't try to fight too hard for episode two, although I don't think it's as bad as people put it out to be. And I, I straight up love the third one. So, so three is your favorite one of the prequels? Three is my favorite ones, yeah. then one, and then two. I would agree with that ranking. Yeah. You guys are fucking wrong. So that brings us to Ian's question. Oh, yeah. What is our least favorite Star Wars? Well, we can I'll tie start. this into what we're watching, because all I've been watching is basically... I've watched a shit ton of Star Wars, too. Yeah. I'm going with my least favorite. It's Attack of the Clones. It, it is by far... Like I said earlier, it's unmitigated George Lucas. What um, what was your closest competitor? Rogue One. Me and you, same. But you were right, same because it was yeah. it was because Rogue One is almost more offensive because it's close to being great. I can tell you what's the problem with Rogue One. I can tell you uh, the the main issue. There is a moment where everyone stops talking and the music begins to swell like something really important happens and Bail Organa walks out. <laughs> if that is the highlight of your movie, you don't deserve to exist. Right. I, I just think that there's too many characters they don't establish yeah, well. Yeah, 100%. They could have cut out a couple characters and we could have got to know the, one, the ones that were left better and it would have meant more when they all died. Please again. tell me why it doesn't need to be Cassie and Jen and K2SO. If you would just... Those three people... You could even say the pilot. Those four, that's it. That's See, all I, I need. I, disagree. I think you eliminate the pilot because I think everything he does, oh, you, I, can, you can give to somebody else. I'm definitely on board eliminating. I'm saying you can make an argument to keep that but, guy. Because, but. I mean, gun guy and, and stick guy are the best part I just of the think movie. That, I think fun. it's a bad rap because they all die at the end. I, I, don't, I think technically see, the, it's a fine movie, see, the but I is, can see why people don't like it. I don't like mind it. that they all die at the end. It's just that I don't care that they all die. Correct. Also, yeah, also true. Also, the worst Darth Vader bits in any Star Wars Correct. Movie. You know, and, and that's that's why... Ah, I, man, wait a minute. No. His... That end scene is fucking dope. When Disagree. he just massacres? Oh, yeah, I, I think that's classic. <laughs> I think that's what you want Darth Vader to be. I just don't think it's necessary for that film. I think the problem... That, that Mustafar scene Oh, is it's atrocious. The Mustafar scene's bad, but the end scene is not uh, no, bad. The, end scene, I, that's the Mustafar scene where, uh, where don't he Don't choke says, on your ass. That's fucking great. <laughs> He's double puns. <laughs> Yeah, that, Darth that's Vader bad. double, that's it's bullshit. And he yeah. does okay. it to but Ben Benzo. Okay, okay, okay. 
Jehu and I are on the same page. Episode, yeah, because I, I talk, it's kind yeah. of clones. I'm just going because it's the hardest one to sit through. Yeah, I, I disagree. Watched, I had a great time watching yeah, it. Yeah, Detective Clones is good. I, look, I, I watched just, them the, all. The middle of it, I can watch the beginning and the end, but I can't, I'll probably never watch the middle of that again in my life. Yeah. I would say one through seven are my favorites. The, my, the least three is Rogue One, Solo, and Last Jedi. Those are my least favorite. So which one's your least but favorite? But I would say I watched me, I watched Last Jedi. And Last Jedi, like, I'm, you know, I make jokes about the hot girl take. But seriously, the thing I think I hate the most about that movie is the whole bit with uh Lardern, Oscar Isaac, Leia. Like yeah. the fact that they're just like in hyperspace, but they're not, and they're still oh, trying. I will like, wholly agree that, that Poe is the worst that part. That whole of that concept movie. and just like the, the the Mary Poppins scene with Leia. Like See, it's, just, it's not. I, fun. I don't and care about that. I, I won't. I won't take any shit on that because I think that's. I think that makes as much sense as anything else. In I just. Star I don't Wars. think it looks good. It looks. It um, looks CGI. Like episode one looks as good as episode eight to me. I. I like less Jedi, but I, and I, I. I think I said this before on the podcast, but I think you could fix everything that's wrong with that movie by changing one thing. Yeah. You send Poe after Ray. You come up with some reason why she he's got to follow. Poe doesn't even know Ray at this point, though. Well, I, I'm not a screenwriter, man. Yeah. You know, somebody else comes <laughs> up with the reason why. But I'm saying if he's with her, a you eliminate the problem that they don't know each other, which is yeah. a stupid thing that they don't know each other till the very end of the second act, and you eliminate Finn having to leave. Finn then has to do the Poe stuff. And that shit makes more sense if it's an outsider. I, doing I, I just, they don't feel like a group. There are two movies in, and none of them know each other. Mm-hmm. None of them are really friends. None of them have really hung out at all. I, I will say, I don't think Poe's supposed to. I put this argument yeah. on my Facebook. I think thinking Poe is one of the big three is not right. No, I agree with what you said. Adam Driver is still... Kylo like, that's, is he's, the big he's three. He's fucking great. I think the the problem with Last Jedi, and you're dead on, everything with Poe doesn't make sense with who Poe is. Poe is yeah. supposed to be the ultimate soldier, the great right. X-Wing pilot. Why then is he immediately disobeying the person he idolizes the most in yeah. Leia Organa, and then immediately disobeying the person Leia's like, what I mean. when I'm not well, around, listen to her. I, I think, Unless he's a sexist And the whole thing pig. is like, this juggernaut. Do, do we need a bigger ship? I, like, there's this thing... Well, first like, of all, the juggernaut the, was cool. The, 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 I don't like... Dread not. Um, Timothy's on. I don't like. I don't like any of that whole. That thing should have got cut immediately. <laughs> I like Cantino Blight more, and like Luke and Luke and Ray is great. Also, I, I do like Luke and Ray now. Um, was, was Last Jedi your bottom one? Last Jedi is my worst one. Okay, yeah. But well, it's scary that the last three movies have been my least favorite. That is interesting. The last three. Um, I, I would say my I've reorganized since watching the prequels because previously episode three was my worst, yeah. and now rewatching it, it's not that bad. It's just really frustrating again for me. Rogue One is the worst one. It's Rogue One, Last Jedi, and then Episode Three for me now. Uh, See, yeah. I thought you, you think were Attack say, hey, of the Clones is better. Both of you think Attack of the Clones is better than Last Jedi? Yeah. Yes. Start, look, it like, is. Attack, it feel, I can't. I can't. Uh, Last Jedi is negative. It doesn't I feel can't Star even Wars. Comprehend an argument that would not allow <laughs> it that to exist. It doesn't feel Star Wars. Uh, well, it I, I, I uh, to, to uh, add on that. I like I like the characters that are established, and I like to see that journey continue. I liked having Mark Hamill, but Last Jedi feels like a Star Wars movie made by somebody who hates Star Wars. I don't get that impression. Why at all. do we want to subvert Luke Skywalker being cool and make him curmudgeonly? Like, like he's he, always a whiny bitch. No, it's just tell me at what the, point at <laughs> what point in the original series does does Luke Skywalker ever Return of the to Jedi be, when he gets up there and saves Han Solo? He he friggin' ob- disobeys Yoda and bails because he's like, my friends are in danger. And Yoda's like, if you go now, bad shit's gonna happen. And that's exactly what happens because he doesn't listen. 
I do blame that for why I didn't go to college. <laughs> so I mean, so I, I that scene does He's annoy me. He's always tempted by the dark side. He no. almost goes to the Emperor in Return of the Jedi. The reason why he cuts himself off in Last Jedi is because he can't. Yeah. Quit the dark I, side. I will tell you another thing that hurts that movie is that joke to start the movie off does not land and it the does joke work. is bad. It kill, it hurts the, the whole you, momentum of the movie. Poe should have died in the Awakens. Do you know what? You know what Ryan Johnson got wrong with Poe? He thought that Poe was Han Solo in these movies, and he's not. Poe is Princess Leia. I would like. I can take Poe. Poe is the is the rebellion insider. Finn is Poe's Han Solo. Finn is Han Solo. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I, I I don't see how any line of dialogue in Last Jedi is infinitely better than I that, hate that sand. Means, I want to be clear. I like the Last Jedi. I think it's a good movie. It's, I think it's, it's not. It's good. It's not a good movie. <laughs> I, I and that's just being real. Taking everything I've said previously out of it, I watched it again. It's not. Last it Jedi is my third favorite Star Wars movie. I think it's, you're wrong I think it's about that most, one thing. I think it's the most well made. <laughs> I think it's the most well made. I don't love the decisions, and I really don't like what they do with Poe. But I, I, I think the set pieces are great, and I think what you do with Luke and what you do with Rey and what you do with Kylo is better than anything that happened in the prequels. Those three knock it out of the park. Everything Ryan gave him was great. I also think you pissed away Benicio Del Toro and he could have been a way cooler character. You, I forget he's even in that until I watch it. How is that different than what happens to Lando? What do you mean? Lando's coming in the next one, right? Yeah. <laughs> 25 years later, <laughs> I'm excited for Lando. I love Lando. I'm oh, you mean in Solo. Oh, you mean in the Solo. No, no, no. In Empire Strikes Back, how yeah. is... Oh, no. Benicio- he it's wears a cape ex- and he's cool. I like him. Benicio del Toro is stuttering. Not, anyway. You waste away Lando Calrissian <laughs> in Empire Strikes Back, but you do it because Benicio del Toro, and all of a sudden now it's See, a I think, I think, I think, Lando's I, I want to go with, I'm going to go with Ian on this because I think Lando has more point, uh, of a point because he's Han's friend. He has a history with so Han. So it, it, when you find out he's not a good guy or he's done something bad, it hurts. It doesn't hurt when it happens with Benicio. You don't know this guy and you just don't really know where he's coming from when it happens. I mean, he turns on him like five minutes in screen yeah. time after meeting them. And he's so just... does Lando. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Benicio got charm. Is, is a, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Benicio's sketchy from the start. <laughs> yeah. but They know that. I know. Anyway, it doesn't Benicio's matter. actually never played a character that wasn't Vegas. <laughs> that, that's correct. So that's the worst Star Wars movie. It's... Whatever you want it to be. So I guess we're, if you're voting together, then we're going to, for the official podcast, worst movie is going to be Attack of the Clones. Yeah. I mean, I think Attack of the Clones is actually a pretty safe bet. Most people Yeah, a lot it. of people. I mean, I, was, I bet you last year I would I was that going poll. to try to go more interesting and say Rogue One, but I just, you know, it's the hardest one to watch. Yeah, it's you know? terrible. Even, even 15 years ago when people were sitting on Phantom Menace, most of the people in an actual conversation like this would be like, you know, honestly, I like Phantom Menace. I hate Attack of the Clones, but don't tell anybody that. Right. Like, everyone's hated that. I also don't get the years. mirror scene with Rey seeing a bunch of herself. Is it different than when Luke cuts off Darth Vader's face? I just, I'm saying, it face? goes over my head. I don't get it. I'm not smart enough to understand I just, it. Th- people <laughs> shit on things that I'm like, we. there's already a precedent for this stuff in Star Wars. It doesn't shit on Star Wars it like was, people says. And it's a weird thing for people to get pissed about because it's probably the only moment in the movie that really tries to call back to something in Star it's a force cave scene. Yeah. And to uh, and to take that back to our prequels talk, just because I wanted to mention it, one of the things that I appreciated w- going through all three of the movies as a whole is I feel like, in general, Lucas just took a big swing. He took, a, uh, like, uh, there are a lot of things that, that he throws out into this into this Star Wars universe. Not everything lands. Uh, you know, a lot of it does, I think. But uh, I don't know. I, I, I appreciated that more now that we're coming back to the, the new sequels that are also kind of, like, rebooty kind of storylines that... 
Yeah, I don't know. He took a different direction. I, I understand a lot of it is inspired by, like, the expanded universe that existed at that point, but... It's definitely clear from the prequels that Lucas is a visual guy. Yes. Mm-hmm. He never read a penthouse letter. He, he had some good-ass storyboards for this mo- those <laughs> movies. <laughs> what a thing we gotta to, get to what we've what been a, watching. Yeah, what a thing to say on. about a guy. But, uh, yeah, we but gotta you, know, go. uh, you, you know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, he, go- he puts a lot of effort into the locales and the looks of those yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And the toys. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think that's it for the Star Wars prequels. I hope that this is listenable. Uh, you know what I love? Wait, is at, at when, I, worst when movie. I looked at this thing where you covered all prequels as a concept, yeah. uh, it was 52 minutes. Yeah. This, I'm betting, is like an hour and 52 minutes. Oh, it's it's like an hour and a half. I also yeah. I also noticed, as after I did so, I was scrolling back, and when it was just you three guys, it was like... 50, 52, yeah. 57. Then I joined 125. <laughs> I mean, we literally have an extra voice. Yeah, you're yeah, you're yeah, 33% more. <laughs> but yeah, so that's it for the Star Wars prequels. Draw your own conclusions. But if, uh, you know, I, I don't think episode two go is back as bad to as we think. Yeah, do, really, do they're, go back to them. Yeah. They're all better than Transformers. Yeah. And I watch all of them multiple times every yeah. year. I was watching with my dad today, and he hadn't seen them in like 20 years, and he was pleasantly surprised. That's mathematically impossible. You know but, what I mean. Yeah. Long time. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's not impossible for one of four. them. For one of them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, what have we been watching this past week, guys? I can start. I started playing Jedi Fallen Order. Speaking of Star Wars shit. Uh, fun game. I like it. Um, it's very cool in the connective tissue it has through all of it. I'm not going to spoil anything, but there's a really, really cool uh, Force Awakens tie-in that I really dug. That has been a heavily speculated, and this confirms, which I thought was dope. I watched Rogue One and Force Awakens, and I fucking hated Rogue One and I fucking loved Force Awakens. I don't know what it was about this time but I just really, really, really loved it. What else? Fucking, I watched Six Underground which is the worst movie of the year. It's worse than Transformers and it's the worst piece of shit I've ever seen. Oh, it right. is god awful. I know. It looks so generic. <laughs> I, it's so generic I don't even think I'll watch it. It is terrible. Uh, someone said it's unfiltered Michael Bay. It's utter Bayham and that is very true. Yeah. It is awful. Uh, I think I watched some... Oh! I watched the first five episodes of Watchmen. And uh, I don't know what the fuck is going on with that show. Good. Yeah. Uh, but do you enjoy not knowing what's going on? Yes and no. I'm dying to know what is going on. I'm also getting pissed off at how little I know. Give it like two more episodes. Yeah. I think I think the next episode you'll start really seeing. I can't remember what the, what the order is, so yeah. Uh, I'm sure there's something else that I don't remember, but yeah, that's it. That's fair. I watched uh, a bunch of Star Wars, which we talked about. I'm kind of Star wars out. Um, <laughs> yeah. I watched Jumanji 2, yeah. which is fucking funny. It's better than the first Jumanji. A week ago, you just shat on it without seeing it. Yeah, like... I, I, it was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. I had low expectations. Kevin Hart is doing Danny Glover, and he fucking nails him. Huh. Like this slow old person draw the whole movie, yeah, and it fucking is. It's pretty funny. Um, See, I'm the Rock. I'm interested totally, in it just for that because I really like Danny Glover. It's it's hilarious. Yeah. The Rock steals the movie. The Rock does not nail Danny DeVito at all. Yeah, uh, the Rock's kind of a letdown in the movie. Sure, but it's not as generic as the trailers make it seem. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I would say definitely better than Transformers, and it's probably my favorite Jumanji. Wow, I liked, I liked it a lot. What a thing to say. I like Robin Williams' Jumanji too. I like all of them. Yeah, I think. I think that's all I've watched. Cool. So, uh, yeah, just I watched about two Star Wars movies, but we already talked about that. Yeah, I watched uh, Noah Baumbach's uh, Marriage Story. Yeah, it's really fucking good. It's great. Yeah. It's it's actually, I mean, it is sad, but it wasn't. I expected it to be a little bit more emotionally manipulative than it actually was. But it actually, I don't feel like it was. It was pretty like you're seeing both of these people's perspectives, and I felt very like outside of it, like just kind of like an 
an impartial observer. And I feel like that made me less, I mean, I, I was emotionally invested, but I wasn't like, I wasn't feeling the same things that they're feeling. Uh, but it's really, really good. Really well written. Mm-hmm. Really, really well acted. I highly recommend it, but it is, it's a bit of a downer. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the other thing I forgot to mention last week is that the wife and I started watching uh, Shit's Creek, and we are on season two. Great. I can't decide how I feel about it. It's it, good. I think I think you're about to really get to the good part. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. One I don't think is all that great. I'm invested in the characters, but I just, I, I find that like I'm more invested than I am laughing. If that makes sense. Like it's I not, think I think it's one of those things that in the second season and the third season the, the jokes land. The more. third season is is the yeah. best. In my okay, opinion. so we're 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 getting there. But uh, yeah, no, I mean I'm, I'm, we're, we enjoy it enough to keep going on it. So. David is is my spirit animal. Yeah. I fucking love David. David David's, <laughs> David's my favorite part. Uh, okay. Uh, I, uh, I why have we stopped ending on me? Because I'm the most likely to just to go off the rails. On I, this I do it specifically to torture you. Okay, uh, and our listeners. I watched. Uh, I, I've I've been doing a watch through of Star Trek: The Next Generation. I finally got to the last episode. Uh, all good things. Uh, man, it is a great final episode, mm-hmm. particularly for what they had to accomplish, which was that it wasn't really ending because they were already filming a movie. So it had to be an ending for a show that didn't actually end it. And it does a great fucking job of that. And really, honestly, since it's not very continuity heavy, it could be the first episode you watch mm-hmm. of it because it it you get good character moments for all of the cast. And it's it's just really good. I highly recommend it. You know, not that we haven't talked enough about it already, but I watched some Star Wars. I watched the uh, I watched the Force Awakens, and the main thing I was thinking about while watching Force Awakens is, uh, you know, this whole uh, Martin Scorsese and the this is not cinema thing. That you know, have you heard that he's having a meeting now? Yeah, yeah. So this is just viral marketing now. Yeah. This is just a shtick that they're both realize they're getting heat out of, but. What I what it made me think of in relation to that is how this is so much a seeing in the theater movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that it's not fun to watch at home, but there's just specific beats that are definitely yeah. for watching in a theater with a crowd. And the one I always reference the most is when Han Solo first enters. He enters, and then there's a space so the crowd can pop, and then he delivers the line, and there's a little bit... It's just really well ag- executed. And, you know... Cinema can be like just fun. It can yeah. be like a fun thing that a where everybody isn't challenged, but they're all watching the same thing at the same time and feeling the same emotion. Yep. This is one of the movies I watched. And, and man, when Ray gets that Millennium Falcon for the first time. Yeah. All the goosebumps, man. When, and, when Kylo catches the blaster oh. right off the bat. And also, like, dude, when Kylo has his little uh, panic attack, yeah, yeah, kind of yeah, like, down. you know, like, uh, oh, it's so good. He's I, so good in that scene right yeah. there. Watching this again really has got me excited for watching the new one because yeah. I really liked what J.J. did for this. I think this is one of those things that people decided they were too cool for later. It's like, oh, it just does the same thing new as hope. A New Hope. But I think there's a value in redoing something every generation. Yeah. You know, you're going to have new techniques. You're going to have new actors. You're going to have new directors. Yeah. You're going to have new technology. You know, you're going to have a new way of speaking. Like, there's a value in redoing something you know, it's, and seeing what a new generation would do with it. So I like that it's just the same story beats as a new hope. Yeah. BB-8's great in that movie. 
I, now, I, I love that movie. That definitely. leads me to the last thing I'm going to talk about, which is I uh, read uh, Superman 18. I haven't talked about a comic book in a while, but Superman 18 is the issue where Brian Michael Bendis has Superman out himself yep. to the world. Yeah. Can I just groan for four minutes? Is that content? <laughs> I mean, it's a little late, in it, but if you want to. Uh, man, it's just... The thing I was just talking about, how there's value of redoing a thing every once in yeah. a while. This had just been done four years ago. And so the way comic book stories run now, that means that there's been roughly 24 Superman stories since the last time his secret identity was revealed. And so some of those stories were dealing with that. Some of those stories were putting it back in the box. And actually, they just got rid of the last element of that last outing three issues ago. So it's just so stupid that they're doing this again. And it's not a different generation doing it. It's a guy who is a peer of Brian Michael Bendis did it the last time. And now he's just doing it. It was just, and it's not well executed at all. It's just, Bendis has this thing where he'll say like, uh, he's like, hey man, I'm going to reveal in this storyline that Spider-Man likes to eat Cocoa Puffs and why? And then the whole first issue will be just getting to Spider-Man taking a bite of Cocoa Puffs. And, you know, it's like, well, you already told me that was going to happen. Why did I have to read a whole fucking issues for that? And this was definitely that, although it was two issues. You're two issues in before he even does the reveal. And it was awful. Uh, so, yeah, um, I'm probably done with Superman for a while. No, yeah, that's I mean, tough that, for you. I mean, uh, Brian Michael Bendis used to be... Uh, yeah, you took it a turn on him. Well, I mean, that guy is has a place in comic history. There's an argument for he helped save comics after the big bust of the late 90s. But that guy is gone, man. Mm, yeah. And when he came over to DC, it it felt fresh for a few minutes. He came in and he did like some cool adventure stories on Superman. And I will say this, he did a Batman story called Batman universe, which is the best Batman story in five years. So it's not that he still can't do it. It's just, he's, he's going for Twitter likes more than he's going for Hmm. making a good story. Did the last issue of Doomsday clock come out or is that this week? That is this week. Okay. Also, I'm sure we both watched, Hurt and I both watched the last episode of Watchmen. Yeah. I, I wanted. I want to do an episode on Watchmen. I, I didn't bring it up because we, I figured yeah. we were saying I mean, we, I'm sure we all watched Mandalorian too. But it's worth watching. Oh, I yeah, actually Mandalorian. Oh, yeah, we haven't talked about Mandalorian. That was a good episode of Mandalorian. It was like a slasher movie. A ton, a ton of famous people. Yeah. yeah. Bill Burr. Bill Burr, uh, Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown, who's always fucking great. I like uh, Bill Burr's third gun. The, um, that was cool. I like that uh, Stormtroopers having shitty shots is mm. now canon. Yep. Um, and uh, that girl the twilight girl is uh tonks the, yeah tonks from yeah. Harry she was not good no <laughs> but she it felt she a, it felt a little cheap but it was it was good episode she um, was the same as what's her name osha or whatever in game of thrones yeah, yeah. It, felt, yeah. it felt very samey yeah it was it was very much that same also she it seemed like she'd like oh wow you know the kids like harley quinn i'll just be harley mm, quinn yeah, it was mm, since that, we're also going to rescue twilight joker yeah so um <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was a good episode. Yeah, I enjoyed it. God, right. that, that show is good. That show, the show is really good. Yeah, cool. Uh, so I think that's it for this week. Next week, it's Star Wars again. <laughs> but uh, with but the new Star Wars, I, yeah, it's, uh, Ian's fourth least favorite Star Wars movie. Star Wars. I, I, I hope not. I'm, I cannot I'm remember the name of the movie. Rise, Rise of, of the Skywalker. So, so let me ask you this: If this one pulls it off, you think that raises your opinion of Last Jedi? Probably. All right. So let's see. Yep, I'm not, I'm not closing see. my head off to it. So uh, yeah, join us I next week. To stick it. 
for uh, some hot takes next week on, yeah, be a good uh, on the last week. of the Skywalker saga. And hopefully, and when we do this a little over a year after it, we'll do it again. <laughs> yep. So thank you guys for listening. Please like and subscribe and tell your friends about the podcast. If you want to get in touch with us and tell us your favorite prequel episode. Uh, or just your least favorite Star Wars movie. I'd love to know, honestly. Yeah. Or if you just enjoyed hearing us yell about the same shit we always yell about. I mean, I assume that's why you do this on a <laughs> weekly basis. Uh, but you can reach us at realphonies at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at realphonies and on Instagram at real underscore phonies. Thanks to Zach Evans for art and Brian Velasquez for our theme. And we'll see you guys next week. Later. <laughs>